Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Let's say yes. Anybody comes on my property, they're getting shot down. I'm in lockdown, buddy. All righty. Here we go, then. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We have Andy. Hey, now. <laughs> George. Hello. And we have a special guest host, Ray Bacon. Hi, everybody. Hello. All right. This is episode 220, Seven Degrees of Pitch with Ray Bacon. Nice. Awesome. Andy, I thought you were going to go, Ray, now. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been awesome. Well, the best part, as long as I've been doing this, I can still get Steve tickled by just saying it a little bit differently each time. Yeah. I think it trips him up just a little bit every time for some reason. Yeah. I expect you to be like, hey, now. You know, it's like, hey, now. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> uh, all right. Let's catch up with everyone's week. Who would like to go first? I want to go first. Let me, please, please, let me go first. Okay, okay, George, George, go. <laughs> okay. And we always kind of lag around, so I thought I'd go out there. And... Nice. Well, it's not, not a big change, but uh, a lot more flying this week. I've been out there every day flying something big and uh, having nice. a ball. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's just beautiful. That's you awesome. Know, it's, been, it's been windy, but, you know, not too bad. And uh, doing that, been printing a crap load of uh, – 3D printing parts, and uh, let's see, working had uh, had some good stuff going on at work, and um, granddaughter's here with us. So, I, you know, it's I hate to say it, but it's about the same—just building helicopters and flying helicopters and and working. Nice. Still playing with these tanks too, man. I'm telling nice. you, these things. Too much fun. You've got oh, money. Yeah? Come back in stock. You got to get one. I mean, you can get one for like 130, 40 bucks. Yeah, I'm down. And uh, and use the IR stuff to uh, battle with. Yeah, it's really, it, it's a lot of funner than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll, we got, there's a couple of mirrors in here and uh, I'll be playing with that thing and I'll walk by and I'll look at myself and I'm just grinning like a possum, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Having a ball. But, uh, yeah. Things get back to normal. I got to come up there and check one of those out. Oh, I know. Um, so it's unbelievable. The money versus quality and detail. It's, they're just really nice uh, radio control tanks. They smoke and everything. So I do have little yellow BBs laying all over the place now, but uh, uh, it's all right. And I guess that's it for me. Nice. I got to get one of these German tanks. You yeah. need to give Spanky a broom and a dustpan and teach him how to go around and sweep those BBs up. I've taught him a new trick. I'll show you next time. Okay. Maybe I'll do it. He's, uh, yeah, he, he's proud of himself right now. Nice. What about you guys? Well, I could go next. Huh? I did absolutely nothing, sort of, in RC. It's just been, like, that was the... The next, the second half of my week was uh, also PTO, mandatory PTO, and uh, just been home working on a lot of projects around the house and getting shit done, man. Really uh, putting my time to good use. Probably 
dropped at least five pounds and uh, need to drop about 25 more. But, um, yeah, I heard from a few people in the hobby. It was cool, man. I actually got a phone call from Bill. Bill Ann of Bill Ann YouTube. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we talked for like, uh, I don't know, talked for like 20, 30 minutes, man. And was, uh, we are chatting about different things, guitars and stuff. Just wanted to see how I was doing. And, you know, it's, um, it's cool, man. People reaching out. And, um, I also got a call from Rob McClellan. We were talking for a little bit and I talked to Mike D like every day, uh, almost. So it's, uh, it's been cool just keeping up with guys and, you know, it kind of makes you feel like, you know, you're part of, still part of the family. You know what I mean? Like you're not out there on the island by yourself. So. It's cool. So if you haven't done any flying, call some of your buddies and just see how they're doing. That's my advice for next week. Nobody calls me. I know, right? Nobody calls me either. Shit. Well, I, uh, I call you a lot of stuff, but mostly just <laughs> behind your back. Yeah. But I have been printing out more stuff for the R2-D2 project that I'm working on, and that's going okay. That printer. Can't wait to see that. The um. Yes. I could send you guys an updated picture. I want to actually build a little platform I can roll it around on, just because uh my garage is so clean now. Like everything has wheels on it, and uh except for that. So if I got to get to paint or whatever is behind that thing, I gotta like move it. Uh, and there's no wheels on it right now yet. But uh, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, it's it's coming along slow. But uh, I was gonna mention the printer, the 3D printer. Yeah, the CR10 is, is still printing good, but uh, I'll tell you, every now and then it has an issue, and it's it's cool to, you know, just do a little troubleshooting and figure out what's going on. I had my yeah. bed itself was a little moving back and forth a little bit, rocking back and forth, had to tighten that up, and then uh, oh, just okay. recently I had some, what did I have? A little overspillage, uh, and it's it's the design where the tube goes into the, the heater and all that stuff, and Sometimes that backs out a little bit, and then you get you get some clogging and stuff like that. So it's uh it's cool. I'm I'm enjoying that. I, I enjoy that whole type of thing. You know, uh, I enjoy the the final product that you get from printing, and then you know the, there is a little bit of troubleshooting. It'd be great if there was no troubleshooting, but I understand that it's not an exact science. So you know, it's yep, it's yep. cool. Keeps you going. And I awesome. uh, also was uh, I painted up one of my guitars and. Uh, Oh, you wet, did? Wet sanding it, yeah. I, it's only primer right now, but uh, they'll probably put on a color coat this weekend. Okay, so you're doing like a like a hard shell painted coat, not like a kind of like a stain or a painted, like so you don't see the wood or anything, right? Right, yeah. The wood grain. Okay, cool. I did the stain version on the on the bass guitar that I built. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, yep. this is an old Ibanez that I had, uh, seven string that I bought really cheap, and it okay. had a big big chunk taken out of the paint and i always yeah. wanted to fix it so i took it apart a while ago and uh i gotta you know i got work on the neck and stuff so curious how did you get the um the paint off the body like did you just like kind of chip it off or scrape it off or sand it yeah i just sanded it but i didn't completely take it all the way down to the wood okay because it's just i'm just need the primer to stick to it so i mm-hmm. just you know did a nice like 220 sand on the whole thing you know yep 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 scuff it all up and then get a primer on there and even yeah. it out yeah fill in the holes nice. and all that stuff yeah it looks actually great man i, I can't believe yeah it. and what are you gonna paint what color are you gonna paint it i think blue metallic i have blue nice. i have red but i want to do the 
I want to do red on the other guitar. I have a couple more that I have taken apart, and then I have yeah. a Flying V kit that I, I've yet to do anything with. Oh, nice. Then I want to test out the red paint on one of the other guitars because I want to paint the Flying V red. So we'll see how that all comes out. Yeah, I got a guitar I want to refinish too, but the problem is, is it has like um, it's not like popcorn, but it's it's kind of like it almost feels like um like bed liner. <laughs> it's like a rough finish, like yeah. bumpy finish, and okay. it's nice, and it's kind of like a semi matte finish, and I like it. But um, I've had a guitar for twelve years now. It's like I kind of want to change it up, but I feel like it's gonna be such a pain to get that bumpy next that bumpy texture off that I just I don't want to start. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's a whole process taking the stuff down, yeah. and taking yeah. it all apart, and, and then of course right. you know, your neck's going to be all kind of you're going to have to reset, redo the neck, straighten that all out. Mm-hmm. So uh, yep. I got I got all those tools. I kind of like made my own jig to check that out. You know the neck. I just cut mm-hmm. holes out of a straight edge where the frets are. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that. I've straightened a few necks out doing that, and then I have. You know, I have the file, the 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 crowned file to redo the frets if I have to sand mm-hmm. those down. Yep. It's, it's, nice. it's fun. It's just something I do on the side, you know. No, that's great. Yeah. But that's cool. all I've been up to, man. That's it. Nice. I'm Jones in the fly. I want to fly that damn Oxy Oh, my God. Five, me man. too, man. I'm going to start going down on my field, I think, every day right down the street here. And yeah. I don't care. Like, I see kids out. You know, playing in the park and throwing a javelin around, and people are all walking and all this stuff. But why can't I go down in the field and throw a helicopter around for you know twenty minutes or whatever? DJI, FAA, all of that. Screw that, doing it. Yeah, yeah, they got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah, so I might do the same thing too, man. Because you know, there's that that local park by my way, and yeah, even if I could just. Distance. Yeah, even if I could just fly the ox, uh, not the oxy, the Goblin Five Hundred, just to kind of yeah. do a couple of flights with it, or maybe throw up, um, I don't know, a plane. Like I have that smaller Acors or the uh, West West Park, Mich- West Michigan Park, was it West Michigan Park flyer? Yeah. yeah, that that plane we bought at um when I was when we were at Neff. You know, those are perfect park flyers that could just fly and bang around, and do whatever, but. Yeah. yeah, I just, you know, I've been kind of busy doing other stuff too, but I guess let me go into it then, I guess. Huh? <clears throat> so I originally wrote down, did absolutely nothing in RC. And then I was kind of thinking about it and I was like, so I did get a case of fuel from Rob. So I did see Rob this weekend or yesterday. Um, kept our, you know, six to 10 feet distance, you know, <laughs> we're good. Um, it was very hard to hand him money. You know, for the fuel, and it's like, stay over there. Wad it up just, and throw it at him. Just put the fuel on the floor and I'll grab it, you know. So, um, I did also get a chance to <clears throat> sort a little bit of my garage, and I hung up three planes. Uh, the Tortuga went on the wall, still never flown, still never maiden, but it has oh. a nice resting place on the wall. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Flex Innovation Edge uh, went on the ceiling with the Hobby King EFX Racer. So that's up on the ceiling now. So I'll have a, a little bit more sh- space since it's not all over, like, all my tables and stuff, those planes. And I threw three planes away, too. Like, oh, literally, boy. didn't even strip the electronics. I just went over the knee, crush them, throw them in the garbage, and it's done. Oh, which, probably get- which three? Nah, so yeah, the first two, you'd be like, oh, whatever. Uh, the RA Cores uh, Yak. 
the one that I had and the one you gave me, I was like, I'm never going to put these together. And they're so warped from like things sitting on top of them. Like the, the wing was like a U shape. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, at this point, even if you try to straighten it out, it's yeah, whatever. It's not going to work. So um, I was just like, at first I'm like, should I strip the motor and stuff? And not off of mine, but I actually stripped the motor and ESC off of yours. Okay. Because I thought it would be a perfect size motor for the um, one of the uh, Willy Nilly's kits if I get another one. So I figure I'll keep those and um, and I threw the rest of it away. Um, so those two of those. And then remember that balsa plane I built a while back? It was a, an Eindecker. I remember the silver one you had. I do. Yeah, I do remember the Eindecker. The red one that had like a see-through part in the, yeah. the middle of the frame. <clears throat> that thing's been sitting in my garage being moved around so many times and things like the rubber band snapping because the dry rod and um, that's holding the wings on. And like just it was just <clears throat> I, the tail was broken at that point because I don't know, something fell on it and I'm, I'm not going to fix it. So literally just threw it right on my knee and crush, crush, crush and ran into the garbage. So I need to I need to let go of certain, certain things and, and start cleaning up this garage because. I picked up a new hobby recently, which means I need to make room for that hobby. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. So I kind of try to start cleaning up the garage a little bit to make room for. I need to basically clear out at least a quarter of that garage to make room for all the the parts I'm going to be stripping from the car, and have a place to keep it until I'm ready to put it back in. So I gotta kind of make room. So it's it's a balancing act right now in the garage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I'm trying to think. Did I do anything else? No, no. I think that's it. Yeah, that and just work on the Miata. Uh, yeah. So, what about you, Andy? I did RC stuff. I flew. Uh, lucky. Yeah. Times. Yeah. I adjusted the blade tracking on the XL Power that I talked mm-hmm. about last week. Yeah. I still don't know why it was out so bad. But one blade was perfect zero, and the other blade was like negative 1.3 degrees. Oh, wow. Okay. So considerably out, I checked the pitch arms and everything. I, I don't know. I don't remember it being that far out before I took it apart. So maybe that other spindle was somehow slightly bent or something, and I had it adjusted to compensate for it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then when I put the new one in, it was off. So I don't know. But anyway, I adjusted that and I flew it on Friday, test flew it, and it seems to solve the issues. It seems to be flying really well now. So nice. I flew it twice on Friday. I flew it twice on Monday evening. And then I went out this morning before work and got two more flights. So that's the most I've flown uh, really anything in quite a while. So it just was illustrating to me how badly I suck. Like everything was sloppy. Some of my, I was working on some like uh, tail first inverted right rudder turns. Like in figure eights, they were really bad. Like just really really bad the other stuff wasn't too bad but still not great 
So I guess not flying for the past three months has made me get a little more rusty. Well, dude, at least you're flying, man. I'm so yeah, jealous. That's true. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I did find a bit of an issue with the, you know, I put that Bavarian Demon Axon on the XL Power, and I really haven't used the JD integration all that much, like a little bit to tune it and stuff, but I've not really had any bad crashes or anything with it. So when I went to do the blade tracking and stuff, I couldn't find a way to through the transmitter to do like a, a setup mode or, um, you know, any way to disable the gyro so that you could, you know, adjust the servos to your pitch, to your center, all that kind of stuff. Right. Really? Yeah. I, and maybe I overlooked it, but I looked again this morning while I was waiting on the batteries to charge and still couldn't find a way. And in my book, that's a huge fail for uh, integration. Like if, yeah. if you can't, adjust pitches and stuff with yeah. the gauge at the field, then why even bother? Right. 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 Yeah, for sure. Primarily what you're going to do with it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's kind of crappy. I thought, now maybe there's a way to do it and I'm just don't know. Cause I didn't obviously look at the manual or anything. Cause who would do that? That's crazy. Right. The first thing you do is throw that out. What manual? Yeah, exactly. But like, like the brain has when you go to a servo setup, it has a little huh? check like a box you check, you know, and it puts it in setup mode where you got center and then you positive negative and it disables the gyro, you know what I mean? So everything's yeah. just direct clean. Yeah. Same with the, the V bar. So you yep. can do everything. I was thinking the Axon had a window like that. Not in the jetty and not in the jetty menu. Oh, like okay. I, I had to hook okay. it up to the computer to do it. At which point I'm like, well Screw this. Why would, I mean, the whole point of having integration so you can do stuff like that without a computer. Yeah. So maybe I'm just an idiot and couldn't figure out how. If anybody out there flies JD and Axon and knows how to do that, maybe send me a note or something. Let me know. Mm-hmm. I could have overlooked it. But I looked through all the menus and didn't readily see a way to do it. And yeah. like I picked the heli up, moved it around and it was compensating. And like when you hold cyclic mm-hmm. and let go, it slowly moves back to center. So I, it's definitely, you couldn't adjust anything with it like that. No. And you, you wouldn't want to. Center is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So oh, that's lame. Well, and so, <laughs> well, like when you use the computer and you go to that menu, like servo setup, then it, it, it does that. Like it. Right. When this sticks in the center, the swash jumps to the center and, you know, up, down, cyclic, left, right, whatever. You know, it's just directly coupled. So that was kind of interesting. I found. Um, But, yeah, other than flying and realizing that I suck, (laughs) that's about it for me. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ray? What have you been up to last couple weeks well i have been hobby wise um kind of pretty busy let's see for for starters uh you guys don't know that i was uh my previous job i had to work weekends and kind of a crazy floating schedule so instead of having four weekends off in the month i may have had 
a day off here or there and maybe a couple of true Saturday and Sunday. So this new year is kind of new for me because literally I've had a weekend off every weekend still kind of new for me. Um, but as far as, as hobby stuff, I have, uh, in my fleet, I have an oxy four oxy five and now, um, a goblin competition. So you got kind of the three major size classes all kind of clumped together. Um, and most recently, I've been really pushing that Oxy-5, really pushing my skill level. Um, had a minor crash. I'm trying to remember what happened with it. It's actually had multiple minor crashes. I'm really surprised how durable that model is. Um, nice. nice. So, so I can really say that, that Luca has done a really good job with that model. I'm very impressed. Um, the... The thing, let's see. What was it? Andy, you saw that picture I sent you where I crashed my Oxy 4. I like just totally just wrecked it from the tail back. Mm-hmm. So it's still on the bench teething. It's got, I think I've got everything sorted out. Everything just down to uh, waiting on the tail servo to come in. And after that, will be rebuilt and be ready to be flown again. Um, and so because I've been flying so much now, um, I've actually had my first incident with my 700. Um, the, I got the ESC to shut down. I don't know how it did it. Well, um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't, it sounds dramatic, but it really wasn't. I was about six feet up in there and I was just doing uh, really hard collective flips. And as soon as I popped the collective on my second flip, everything shut off. And I was like, that's weird. I still had servo. So I got it upright and got it back on the ground and was able to really just kind of um, push it with negative as much as with much head speed I had left and then kind of just use that to flare for the last couple of feet and got the model back on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I really don't know why the thing was, shut down yet. Did you get any warning beeps or like after your, yeah. uh, like overheating or no warning beeps? Actually, when I, um, when I plug it up, it doesn't even initialize. All you get is the, the power going to the, the oh, BEC to run the servos, but failed inside. Oh, yeah, true. but when you okay. turn, actually, I tried it with 12s. It doesn't beep, but I still get servos. I tried it with 6s, still no beep, and no servos. So, okay. so uh, broke yeah, inside it. Yeah, something went. Hey, at least it was low to the ground. I got it back on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then you didn't lose BEC, which would have been the worst because even low on the ground, it was just. Plopped into ground, you know. Exactly, pop probably yeah. plopped under power too. Depends on how it failed, but right. yeah, pretty lucky. Um, and what, to, what kind was it? And just for the listen, just for the listeners, and know just from reference, I'm I'm using a, a Hobby Wing 130, but this is also a used secondhand helicopter, and I am the third owner of this airframe, and I'm pretty sure I'm the second owner of the electronics. So this isn't. I'm not. I don't really bash brands or anything right. like that. This is just, exactly. It's just like you get a used car. You don't know it's going to have a blown head casket ten thousand miles later. Right. Um, but yeah. so I'm not. I'm not knocking the brand, but I'm mm-hmm. very impressed that that one. The model came back in one piece, and the way it failed, it failed with uh, with BEC voltage from my servos. So yeah, no, I consider that a win. What, yeah. What yeah. motor do you have in that heli? Right? It, it's a Scorpion motor. I don't remember the size, but I'm going to assume a forty-five twenty-five. Okay. okay. 
I was might, curious to hear if I was going to hear a KDE or something like that, like a Monster Mode. Well, you might need a bigger. You might need like a 160 or 200. Yeah, yep. especially for the competition. For the yep. way he flies with higher head speed and yeah. lots of stick. It's only 3,200. It's not that high. I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> 3,200. No, seriously, what, what, what head speed do you run, Ray? Um, let's 22. see. About, about 2,200. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's but so you hard. like push it around pretty hard too, so yeah, a lot, a lot of pitch driven, and I, I really, yeah, you're probably you're running that, that high speed plus, yeah, with running decent amount of pitch and being in the pitch for a while, yeah, you're, you're the one thirty cannot keep up. But that being said, it's lasted a long time, and you, you've like like you said, you're the second or third owner, so mm-hmm. yeah, it. It could have just finally gave up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never yeah. know if it's been crashed. You know, a solder joint could yep. tweak yeah, just a little too. bit or something. Yep. Right. That's all I need. Yeah. Well, that's what they say about the ESCs, too. They damage over time. You know, if you're really, you know, pulling amps on them. I've got a Castle Lady amp that um, I thought was fine. I've been flying it. And one day I was just kind of hovering around. And probably about 20 feet off the ground and it's just like you turn the lights out yeah just fell out of the sky caught on fire and yeah, uh, you're lucky it didn't catch on fire yes but uh yeah it's the same way you know the but, but i didn't have any uh bc voltage oh yeah well that brings up an interesting question how do you guys feel about getting opto escs with receiver packs no, boo. <laughs> I've had I no mean, that. you can. I don't know. I'd rather run a BC and just a backup. Run a, you know, R2 or first, I guess now. Um, I think it's more fun to yell out, look out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's oh, definitely shit. more exciting. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's nothing wrong with it. You can do it. I just don't want to deal with a battery and all that crap. I I like the clean BC yeah. in the ESC setup. Very yeah. clean, very simple. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to charge two packs. Like, granted, I'm, I'm charging, you know, like a 12-stick pack, two packs, but I don't want to charge an additional pack to just go fly. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. More wiring yeah. and got to remember to charge it, got to check the voltage on it, this and that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it for sure. Like I know oh, tons of people that do it. Um, and you know, and though I think it's back from the castle days that they were doing it because the one sixty yes. castle didn't have a BC. Well, so they got used to doing that too, right? All the none of the BCs were as good. That too, right? Yes. You know, or mm-hmm. five years ago, really. Yeah. Now they're pretty solid. So, I mean, that's a testament to the, the BC and the Hobby Wing that even though that the Hobby Wing, the ESC, the main power failed, it kept the BC going, which is mm-hmm. amazing because that's what you need. If in event of any type of failure, you want to at least have radio control, right? right. You want to yeah. have control. So that's yeah, awesome. I, I'm a fan of the BC and a backup. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. What was it? Um, Might be a little bit early. I know that there's a news announcement segment, but there's a on the Hangout. Um, the poster, his name's Augie Copter. He has something out that's um, been just been 
released or currently in processing for order. Yeah, the X guard yeah. thing. I've got that in the yeah. news. We'll talk about. Yeah, we can we can do that yeah, we'll later. I just it was just we were talking about it. So yeah, do you guys know who Augie is? Yeah, it's cool. Augusto. You know him? Yeah, yeah. He he's own um, that uh, brand that those guys all love. Was it? Bond. Oh, that a bot. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he's been working with Urcha a lot on their. He made the app, the Urcha app, yeah. app, and a bunch of stuff. He's a super smart guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice. Just, yeah, so, sweet. So, are we going to get in the main topic? Yeah, I wasn't sure if Ray had more stuff to talk about. Or... Yeah, I think we got <laughs> sidetracked. Yeah, That's yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've had plenty of stuff to talk about, so we can go to the main topic though. All right, so let's move to the main topic, and let's get to know Mr. Ray Bacon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, where are you located? I am down the street from Andy by a few 40 minutes. Um, I live <laughs> like a few miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, I live in, I live in, uh, I'm living in Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay, nice. Now, is that technically called a piece down there? Is that like a, you'd say you're down the road a piece? 40 minutes no, he- fall within that time frame? It's a little he's further than Andy's, but um, he's a fair piece for me. He's a fair piece. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's, a, he's a fur piece. A fur piece. A fur piece. I have no <laughs> idea what you guys are talking about. I don't oh, know. It sounds is dirty though. A fur piece or yeah. whatever you guys talk about. What? What is this? <laughs> Somebody says, you know how 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 far is it over at his place? It's a fur piece. Yeah. You never F-A. heard that. I know F- that. No. F a i r with fur. Like a, like a fair piece, but fur fur piece. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Ah. like F comma R. It's piece. actually hurting my yeah. ears. Fur <laughs> <laughs> piece. All I know is it's uh, has very Yankee young. ears, so watch out. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> and if I was almost there, I'd it'd be pert near. <laughs> what? Pert near. <laughs> I got pretty that near. near. Pretty near. Isn't that, isn't that Florin? Per, per near? Per near. Um, that's uh, per diem. Oh, per diem. No, 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 Pergo. That's Pergo. <laughs> Pergo is the Florin. Yeah, Pergo is the Florin. Yeah. yeah. That's that spaghetti <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Uh, Pergo. <laughs> the, the pregnant version of Pergo. <laughs> She's Pergo. Oh, jeez. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Already, already off the rails. <laughs> Learn new words every day. I know, seriously. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, so, how long have you been in the hobby? I've been in the hobby since I'm going to say three and a half, four years. That's a good. That's a good number. This is my Damn third it. year going in four year. Fourth year, and you're freaking better than I am. I gotta. I gotta. Ah. Anyways, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> uh, do you fly just helis, or do you fly some planes, or maybe some? Those things, I don't know, that are getting us in trouble. What are they called? Quads or something? Or multi-rotors? Or DJI? Or some garbage? Well, no, I, I don't. Fl- I, call them the, I call them the flying cameras. But flying no, I, cameras. I, yes. But no, I do not fly those. I, I started the hobby exclusively for learning 3D helicopters. I, I saw the YouTube videos. And when I was in college, I was like, that's really cool. I want to get into that. And I saw how much they cost. I didn't have the money for it. And, mm-hmm. and what kind of made me go back and revisit that was now that I was out of college and I had a full-time job in short story, 
was video games just wasn't doing it for me. I was like, <laughs> I, you pick up a, you pay forty bucks for a game and you play it for a few hours and then you're done. And then it got to the point I was getting bored with those. So I was like, what can I do to really stretch my brain and really dig deeper into it? And it all started with a coworker of mine. Um, we were working a third shift, and and I cannot confirm nor deny that we may or may not have had drones in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were the little tiny, the mm-hmm. little tiny handheld Chinese ones that were that um, it was before the cameras and the FPV stuff. But they just had the basic leveling gyro. They were about palm size, and they flew decently. And that's where it all started. They were pretty cheap, and it kept me interested. Um, yeah. And so from there, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Um, I learned about the I – forget, I forgot the transmitter now. So it's a transmitter you could buy. You could hack it for like 60 bucks, and then it had all – it was, became a universal remote, basically, and it had all the protocols for all the, the toy quads, and you could – select the model and it would bind to it and it would fly and instantly every model you you bought because you had the better transmitter it flew better so that was my next step into the hobby um third step is when i was like okay self-leveling is boring what's the next step at that point i was still kind of wary about trying my first official 3d helicopter so i was like the next Uh step is turning off self-level um early days of beta flight and clean flight um, built my first quad, got a Tyrannus, and that was, okay. I guess, stage two. And I learned how to fly without using self-level, so then I started working on just hovering in general um, for flight. So basically, essentially, it was tuned to be a fixed-pitch helicopter. It was no FPV, just pure line of sight. Yep. Kind of um, like using that as like a trainer, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And it was. It was a five-pitch. It was a $5 crash trainer because I would tear it up and literally, if I didn't break a ESC lead or something, I could just get yeah. an arm and put it back yeah. together. Yep. Nice. Um, and then this this is when I really knew I was going to be in this hobby. I got really good at breaking the props at the hub on that thing. I could literally just give it full power or full stick up, and it wouldn't really go anywhere. I could just hear a prop just go ping and just watch it fall again. Um, and this, and those, those are plastic props I was using. Mm-hmm. I went to carbon fiber props and after that it was fine. So as you can see, I progress progressively went from a little toy to the next level to this level. And then before you know it, I built my first 450 helicopter and never looked back. Nice. Awesome. That's great. Uh, you kind of mentioned something about this earlier about having weekends now available, but, um, what do you do for a living? If you don't mind us asking now, I am a business analyst for a financial institution. Baller. (laughs) You buy, you dropping that, dropping that dough on that, uh, on that CA Corvette anytime soon or what? No. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, nah, I'm I'm into Uh, helicopters. I can't afford that. Uh, oh well they're like no (laughs) is all i can say not yet um help me (laughs) off i'm I'm only four months into this new position so i'm still playing playing it safe i'm still kind of right yeah but that's what i do now so it kind of keeps me keeps me off off the streets and out of trouble i guess is what they say 
for sure that's cool uh let's see here are you sponsored no i am not sponsored um i like i like things too much i like trying so many new things like next year like last year i had the e5 flew that Mm. a lot and then uh it ran its course and i gave it to andy and now andy has and I had this opportunity to get this Oxy 5, so who knows what I'll be getting. I, I like all the things that fly. Eventually, I'm going to be like, well, what about this helicopter over here? Yeah. Yeah, nice. new shit comes out, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I can't I can't settle on blades. I don't. The only thing I've settled on this whole time is that I like Rotortech tails. But mm. as far as any other brand, I, I'll try everything. If it flies good, I'll try it. Yeah. I've, tried, I've even had a chance to try VTXs for a short time. Like, well, there's only one flight, but it was fun to try those. But if it's heli related, I'll give it a shot. So, nice. Ray, is that what you're running on your Oxy 4, the rotor techs? Um, on the Oxy 4, um, because I've been crashing it a lot, when I had that heavy crash with it earlier this year, um, I'm going back to Align Blades now. Okay. Yeah. Go back to the nice, cheap ones. Yep. I have, um, I've tossed a few of those in flight. And, uh, looking uh, for the, something like the rototech 360s i don't know what they uh the original oxy ones i had were i'm not sure what came with the kit uh but then i i had purchased like a, like an, a oxy four they're probably zeal 325 yeah, they're, probably, they're probably zeals with the if you i think you did you get didn't you get the oxy when i got it too like i, I thought we no yeah yeah no but it would have been zeals back then because that's the when tailplates yeah. The th- oh, the tailblades oh, were uh, plastic. Yeah, no, the tailblades were plastic. That's what I've been Yeah, plastic length ones. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were saying the main ones. I was like, no. I never remember seeing you throw main blades. Like, damn, I didn't know Kevin was that hardcore. I know. <laughs> I didn't know you like to get down like that. Shit. <laughs> well, yeah, when I bounce them off the ground. Yeah. Kevin all over here. But uh, uh, no, I've been, I busted two of them in Fredericksburg. And then the last time I flew it, I was inverted coming around and snapped. Uh, a tail blade, lost the tail. Mm. And it's the plastic ones I've been getting. I gotta, I gotta search for some good ones. Well, I can I say mean, I've not, I've not had any problems with rotor tech tail blades in years. So okay, er, er, let's say ever. Let's put it that way. Okay. I've never had any issues with any carbon fiber tail blades. Oh, yeah, man. I think that's what I gotta step up to. Yeah, yeah. plastic. Mm-hmm. For sure. Just curious. Cool. Okay. Do you sim? A lot. Okay, um, so what is your sim of choice then? Uh, AccuRC is my sim of choice. Um, nice. According to Steam, I checked last time, I think I'm at like 149 or 150 hours now since I've had the, the sim. Um, I mean, that's easy to do when you sim and just pass out. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> that's why my hours are so, all through the roof so, if you can, so if you take about twenty of those hours off, that's still a, a fair, a yeah. fair number. Wait a minute, I'm like almost double that, and I suck. What What am I doing wrong? I guess I gotta stop listening to David Lee Roth while I'm simming. Maybe oh, I was I'll gonna say you need to drink else. less or drink more. It's one of the two. I don't know which one, but you gotta either drink less or drink more. Probably more. You're passing out too early. Nah, that's that's nah, nah. That's only when I'm playing Arma. I forget what I'm doing. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Um, so I know you kind of went into it. Uh, so what's in your fleet? Uh, the Oxy 4, an mm-hmm. Oxy 5, and a Goblin, Goblin 700 competition. 
So Oxy4 and Oxy5, are those uh, standard size or are they stretched or anything? Uh, the Oxy4 is now a 325 and it will probably will stay that. I did stretch it in its okay. previous life until I wrecked it and now it's back to a 325. Okay, right um, on. And the Oxy5 is currently the standard size swinging the SAB 570 blades. Whoa, um, 570 fit on the 550 boom? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Five, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the max. Oh, you go up to five seventy-five. Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So it's going to, and so I'm, I'm going to keep them, keep it at, at the stock size that came out of the box with. Mm-hmm. You got a pretty strong setup on there too, don't you, Ray? Twelve S and oh yeah, yeah, it's motor. a it's a twelve S. Um, I think it's a forty twenty-five motor without looking at the model, but I'm pretty sure that's the standard. Uh, size is just a 560 kV motor. Um, yes, yeah, 12S monster. Um, you may be talking about that Scorpion motor I had on the E5. That was a bigger motor. Oh, okay. But this one's an X Nova 4025. Okay. Um, I mainly use Run 12S for the current draw. It's more efficient. Everything runs cooler. And of course, you can do cooler stuff with all that power. But the biggest advantage is is just your drivetrain doesn't have that has doesn't have as much stress as it would be with a 6S setup. Mm. And then the argument to that would be, maybe I should just work on my collective. So it's one of those two <laughs> things you kind of weigh there. What is yeah. that? Collective? <laughs> what is that? Ray, Ray uses the collective stick as a switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's positive, positive on off, or off. off, off. Yeah, exactly. Off. Steve, the collective is what you use to land and take off. Yes. <laughs> it's it's the up and down stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all the way up or all the way down. <laughs> Very true. Awesome. Um cool. So let's talk about your supporting equipment of choice. So like, you know, what do you fly radio wise, fly brothers unit, batteries, you know, your motor ESCs? Okay. Let's see. Let, I can start with the motors. Um they're uh, two X Novas and a Scorpion right now, but honestly, I like both brands. Yeah. So, so it doesn't matter. Those those two brands would be my go-to choice. The fleet for a fly barless, I am running uh, on Brain on all three units. Okay. Transmitter is a Futaba fourteen. Yeah, Futaba fourteen SG. Um, mainly for the ergonomics, it's a petite size transmitter, and I, I don't really say I have small hands, but this one was more comfortable in my hand than the previous transmitters I've had. So I'm sticking with it. And so far, no issues with the signal. And we're going to keep rolling with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We top a solid signal. But yeah. one thing I want to. So I will say I have pretty small hands. I'm not a big guy. I'm 5'8, 170 pounds, whatever, 180 pounds. But um, I can't fit my hands in a Futaba. Now, was it the on the 14SG? I don't know which one it was. I tried a bunch. Like anyone who's had Futaba, I'm like, let me hold your radio. <laughs> and gotcha. I can I can fit it because I pinch. I don't know. Do you pinch or thumb? Oh, no. I'm, a, I'm thumb. That's why. Cause if you That's pinch, why. Because yeah. if you do pinch, you do kind of – you can't run into that issue where it kind of gets stuck. You can probably make the stick longer. Well, not but, the yeah. sticks per se, but it's – I put my um, middle fingers up by the t- two switches up top in between. And I can't get them uh, in between. Okay. So then I don't yes. feel comfortable flying because I – 
don't feel like I'm holding the transmitter well enough. Mm-hmm. So it, it's very odd. Like it's something, but I could probably get over if I were to. I don't buy like one either, Steve. I have fairly big hands, and mm-hmm. I can't get my fingers. But you pinch like too, I, though, right? Yeah, I fly just like you with the thumb on yeah. top with the mm-hmm. index, and I want I put my middle finger between the two top switches. Yes, right. And the Futaba, they're very close together, and they don't close. fit through there very well. Well, what I did since I thumb, I know uh, Mikado makes those super spiky. The oh, control yeah. Yeah. tips, and so that's, that's why I use on my Futaba now. They're they're legitimately really spiky, man. Yep. They are, are awesome, cool, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I didn't want to uh, detour the conversation too much, but uh, <laughs> so what else do you have for your sporting equipment? Um, sporting equipment. Uh, my my current field, uh, they don't have power, so I have a Ryobi generator, twenty two hundred nice. watts. Nice. Um, and I think that's probably the best thing for it is to run it on a regular basis. So I always know it's fine. Mm-hmm. So just want to look at it. So yep. um, let's see. So I'm probably going to be getting the small engines pretty soon. I'm pretty sure that pretty sure I'll be learning more about those quickly. Um, let's see. So other subordinate equipment. Um, yeah, uh, char- uh, chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I had just have, uh, I have two chargers, but my main one is a Revelectrix GT 1200 thing i've had it for a little bit over a year now nice. no problems um awesome. and i have a smaller isdt charger for my for my small packs for the oxy mm-hmm. and since my oxy 5 runs an opto esc i use that to recharge receiver packs as well so pretty compact setup and it's almost 24 volts nice battery packs do you have any preference or is it just uh where do you feel like buying I don't have preference, but I do choose I do choose proven quality if that makes sense. So yeah, I sure. wouldn't go and I wouldn't go and buy a, a brand that no one's heard of. Um, but I, I am curious about the Roaring Top packs. I, I know uh, George, you mentioned those quite a few times, and I heard about those prior. Um, I love them. Yeah. So I, I usually know, use those or the Admirals or okay. Pulse. Okay. And I haven't decided because I know after this flying season, I'm pretty sure my 700 packs will be pretty worn out. So I'm looking at something to upgrade to for the for the next season. So so nice. either Roaring Tarts or HRBs might be on my radar just to just for the experience, just to see what they what they are like. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things about the HRBs. I've never used them myself. I've heard good things about the HRB graphene packs. Okay. Not so the not regular lipos. Okay. Yeah, like they're hit or miss. I heard with the regular lipos, but the graphenes are like literally you can drive them down to you get low voltage, charge them back up, fly them like that over 100, 200 cycles like that. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. So I would say, yeah, if you're gonna go towards HRB, try the graphene packs first, just so you know you're not wasting any money if you get a bad pack or have to return or do any of that headache. Right. Mm-hmm. So what about like servos? Um, you did mention. Did you mention ESCs, Nat? No, right? Oh, um, ESCs. Um, I am a Hobby Wing fanboy. Okay. <laughs> and more so now, the way I had that uh, particular failure, I'm very impressed with that. Sure. So nice. And cool. of course, the the governor is the biggest reason why. Just having mm. out the box, just a great governor. So there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I know we kind of talked about simming. Um, mm-hmm. kind of want to bring up simming again, but more of like, how do you practice? How do you, how do you personally 
um, grow in the hobby as far as your skill level and your your aptitude for flying. Okay. And this kind of rounds us up to our main topic, which is the music approach to it. Mm. Um, I started playing piano since I was five years old. Mm. And wow. Okay. Nice. And, and you're like, what, 12, right? <laughs> so like seven, eight years, yes. right? Yeah, yes, my, my spirit age is twelve. There we go. I knew it when I met you, man. I knew you that's your spirit age. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of <laughs> so but yeah, I was honestly I was force fed for a good ten years of that music experience. Wow. But okay. but I did I'd start playing in churches when I was in my teenage years. And so did a few things in high school. We had a show choir in high school. So I did stuff like that. And this is where things got interesting. I, I got into college going to a music school thinking, okay, this will be my path. I'll be a musician. Um, and I developed carpal tunnel in my right wrist. And I was like, okay, so oh, we've got to wow. look at other career paths. So I, I couldn't play well for at least a, Nearly a year while those tendons were healing, I was in a wrist brace for most of that time. Oh, so man. I had to, so I had to reevaluate what I was going to do for a career path. And to keep that story short, is I healed up. I've always, I always had been good with computers when I was in high school, so I kind of developed that, and that's kind of how I wound up where I am now career-wise. But back to your original question, the practice side is. Because music has kind of been that ingrained thing with me since I've been in school, basically. So about the same time I went to kindergarten, I was playing piano. Uh, I've learned some strategies to really just push practice. And I kind of look at it from a 15, 20-minute rule. Um, You figure out what it – when you start, you start with what are you going to do and what's your end goal. And so let's say I start that first five minutes is just really just – messing around just lay into it fly like you're out the field try to fly as hard as you can just really just stretch your brain and open up your head and get yourself to to warm up so i consider that first five minutes the warm up okay um after that i reevaluate all the stuff i can do and then think about the stuff i'm really bad at and then go straight to the stuff i'm really bad at uh right now uh this will be a while but I'm currently chasing pyro flips for the first time. So can I've you got hover nose in. I can hover nose in. Can you hover nose out? I can hover nose out. <laughs> the, now this is where this is surprising. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never hear it say nose out. I know. <laughs> That's good. Um, uh, but um, just for the listener, the the thing I'm chasing now is understanding how to. Uh, in the whole inverted slow pyro and control that disc. That is where that's what's really killing me with my pyro flips is really just knowing how to control an inverted pirouette. Mm-hmm. So that is what I work on the most to do what I can to learn how to keep that disc level while the model is spinning. So that's my current thing I'm chasing right now. Okay. Um, so and then I and then when I hit about that 20 30 minute mark if if my brain is fried or if I'm just messing around I just stop and go that's my training for the day and I'm not going to keep trying to hammer into it. Um now of course I'll have my moments where I can go an hour or so but I try to at least just focus 
at least for a few minutes intent, intensively and move on. Okay. And because that worked with piano very well, you would you would play a song, you would find the part where you're stuck, mm-hmm. um, pick it apart, and then just focus on that one piece that you're just not getting right for just a few minutes every day. And then towards the end of the week, you can try to chain the whole song together and you yeah. can breach to that one part that you're not comfortable with. Right, right. Hmm. Let's see. I mean, do you have did you did you learn with a person that would smack your hands with a ruler if you screwed up? They wouldn't smack your hands with the ruler, but they were really good at psychological manipulation. Let's put it that way. From a child's perspective, they they knew how to push you, but they didn't know how to. They didn't scare you. So you went to the Todd Bennett School of Piano, like I did. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. Yeah, I had a I had a teacher that was pretty uh, that was pretty bad. I mean, she was good, but she was also pretty bad. A lot of yelling. Yeah, you don't you don't teach with fear. Um. When I was in high school, my teacher actually got me to try to teach a few of her students. And um, let's see, I'm trying to figure out what I picked up from that. The, my teaching style would be figure out where the person's baseline is and then try to nudge them in the direction you want them to go. I never sat there and tried to hammer it and really be aggressive. It was more like, okay, this is where you are. This is how you need to get better. And this is why. I found that whenever I try to teach anybody anything, I find that the steps that I didn't realize I was doing, you know, to get where I needed to go, I would put them together in my head. That's what I would personally get out of it. I mean, I'd be teaching what I know, but you'd also, I'd put those steps together and be like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize this is what I'm doing as I'm, as I'm teaching it, you know? Yeah, right. You're like actually digging deeper and analyzing yeah. what you're doing. You're like, oh, that's how I do this thing. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how you say, um, so I want to ask you this question. When you, practice right like so i know you're using your piano experience as a as kind of a a method right um i never thought about i i well i have tried this but it didn't really work for me so when i play guitar and i come to a hard solo and i'm like damn this thing is way too fast you're doing sweet picking and blah 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 all this Mm -hmm. stuff and i'm just like i can't do this at full speed so what do i do i play at half speed Mm-hmm. And I work my way up. I've tried it on the sim to do like pure flips, half speed. It, I can't do it. Like it just, my brain can't slow down enough. It seems like, or or not half speed, even if seventy percent or or whatever. Um, now, are you slowing down the sim speed of the actual of AccuRC? Well, this was you... back when real flight, or when I was flying okay. real flight. And yes, I would slow down everything. So physics, okay. everything would slow down. You know, so I would purposely slow down my sticks to like learn the, the what I'm looking at to what I'm doing with the, my you know fingers to what I'm seeing on the screen and going back and forth and that that feedback kind of like trying to figure out the pyro flip mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it until I just said screw this shit and I just kind of like started faking the movements of it until I finally got it <laughs> which is the weirdest thing to how to yeah, learn sure. anything but um but yeah I just wanted to see like is that kind of the method where you like when you're taking your piano, like how you learn piano to kind of how you're learning how to fly helicopters in advance, are you are you slowing anything down to try to get that motion or are you just working on the hard parts until you get it and then playing the whole song? I'm actually slowing. I do slow down. There's a when you're learning a song, um, mm-hmm. what I've learned is the best method is to play the right notes slowly. Right. And right. then speed it up. Yeah. What what happens is if you start a if you try to like hammer into it and just stutter through and make a mistake, you start developing a practice stutter. 
and then that can kind of manifest and ripple across right. whatever you do. Because mm-hmm. when I also play, I do a lot of improvisation, mm-hmm. and because I'm with a, I'm currently in a in a funk or a jam band. We have kind of we we do play covers, but we learn them and then eventually branch out. And we go on these little adventures, and every time we play a song, we never really play it the same twice. Right. Okay. Um, but to get some of the riffs and some of those flares in, if you have a stutter in the middle of your your playing, it will kind of manifest, especially improving. Um, in a way, you're make you're basically trying to convey a complete sentence using music. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way, like right now, I'm trying to i'm actually actively pausing because i don't want to stutter while i'm speaking so it's the same thing i'm trying to process how to be clear and the best way to do that is to be methodical yeah um now to answer your question with the sim side is a little bit different um i kind of found uh this is what i started doing with the sim if there's something i'm trying to really figure out i pick underpowered models and i pick heavy models um, currently in AccuRC, I've got a Nitro, uh, a Nitro N7 by Synergy that's tuned to my liking, and I'm going to give a shout out to Dan Renane because he led me down this path. Um, he told me to put a, a 91 OS motor in it and then fly it. Did he tell and you to change the air density or anything like that? I don't. He may have mentioned that. Um, this has been a few months. I'm going to mm-hmm. say it's been a few months. So that could have been mentioned in that chat. Were you in that chat too? You might have been. Not sure, but I know he's okay. mentioned it, or I've spoken to him about it, or mm-hmm. someone else mentioned. It. I think Andy mentioned right. it too. Yeah, I think he did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I need to revisit that for sure. Then, but my flying has gotten way better because using that audible. Um, you know when you hear the blade, you hear the motor almost die in the sim. So using yeah. that audible cue kind of lets me know, okay, this is too much collective. You need to revisit this maneuver. Yeah. And so I've been using that as a as kind of a, a reference point to kind of help me slow down some of my maneuvers. Another thing I do is I pick one of those scale helis with the big fuselage and the heavier model and, and try mm-hmm. to make it fly 3D. And that's another kind of quick fast way to make force yourself to fly slower because you have to mind the collective way way more fly shark mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly yes yep. <laughs> so so it's just little tricks and ways but just trying to find ways to force myself to slow down without i guess being bored or getting frustrated yeah and i think that's the, the key right it's like continue simming continue practicing continue learning without overworking yourself and, fu- and letting that frustration get the better of you basically right yeah awesome and cool. i'm not i'm not out to and just just once again for the listener i'm not out to be like the next crazy 3d star i mean i'm i'm in my 30s and, and to be honest with you there's the way a child learns something and the way an adult learns something i, I can guarantee are two different things mm-hmm. yeah so I'm not. I'm suck. not really out there to say what. <laughs> children suck. They learn stuff so damn fast. I hate them so easily too. <laughs> well, that's because they don't have. How much does this cost in the back of their head? You know, I kind of had to throw out of the throw that out the window this year. It's probably been crashing more. So, oh. I kind of kind of had to give up on that and just say, you know what, it'll it'll get fixed when it gets fixed. I was exactly. going to say the complete opposite. I kind of threw that out the window and I'm crashing less. <laughs> <laughs> just relaxing more, I think. 
Yeah. yeah, that's one way to look at it too. Um, so, so Ray, when you are you flying to, like, you have a set routine set to music now, or no, I don't have. I, actually, I've not tried to do a routine set to music. I've not tried that yet. Um, oh, okay. I, a lot. I think a lot has to do is just the fact that music is so ingrained in me that anything that isn't music is just something new and exciting. Right, and I, so, I do believe that yeah. that really helps you out in in your flying, especially the helicopters having uh the timing you know timing is everything in a lot of in a lot of ways and uh, yeah to have that musical timing as your background i think helps I mean, it's helped mm-hmm. me yeah there is there is and i know it's helped steve steve's got the same like background yeah mm-hmm. it was it was uh, that whole analogy that i don't know that that happened to me like when i started playing guitar i was i was okay i got okay i got pretty good it wasn't until i got in the band and could hear the drum and that i realized wow we the time I took to kind of get okay, we that's right same, within that same time. I'm like now the whole band is like amazing. Like it was just like, right, right. You get insane. Yeah, and the bit on, and the bit on top of that, I didn't enjoy music the way I do it now until after I got hurt and just start playing music for the sake of enjoying it versus the music to try to accomplish a goal. Right, or make a career out of it. Right, yeah, that's exactly. Um, so when you fly like at the field or even simming, you don't listen to any music like once in a while, just throw something in, you know, AirPods or something or whatever. Actually, actually no, I kind of find it distracting. There's something there's something about hearing the model itself make its own noise is way more engaging to me than it would be yeah. to hear music. I hate music. Yeah. See, it's weird. I like listening to music and flying on a sim, but when I try to do it in real life, I can't hear the model and it freaks me out. Yeah. Now, on now on the sim, I, I may have a podcast, but I still hear the the blade mm-hmm. slap noises in the background just to kind of go there. Like, so I may be listening to a heli podcast, but when I'm out yeah. in the field, nope, just the whatever's outside of nature. Yeah. Yeah, last time I tried to do uh, sim... Yeah, I didn't need music. I had Kevin and Andy in my ear, and that was enough for me to get distracted. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, just, Ray, is there one heli podcast or a podcast in particular you listen to, or is it just uh, everything? There's one correct answer, by the way. Exactly. There is only one correct. There is one only only one correct answer. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> and yes, um, I, I say that the Freefall RC podcast um, is my favorite one to listen uh, to. I you're gonna say Teleroad. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It would have been Damn funny it. if he just said somebody else. I want, I want that. You should have just said yes. I'm cutting that. I'm putting that in a commercial. Should have been like, uh, yeah, I listened to uh, full pitch. You're like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's not even on anymore. Yeah, what do you have like ten episodes? Shit. Well, this is my first time on. I need to be like, make a good first impression, right? No, 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 no. The worst, <laughs> the better you do at not making a good impression, the more podcasts you're going to be on. Ooh, just <laughs> screw up all the time, and they'll put you on permanently. Yeah, no, look at George. <laughs> don't, uh, no. don't listen to Steve Ray. He hasn't been asked to be on any other podcasts. Nope, nope. Path to success. <laughs> they will not, and I am honored for them to not ask me. It's especially <laughs> one. Oh, it reminds me, I got my. Matt Reddick fan club T-shirt in the mail. <laughs> Who's that? Oh shit! I don't know Matt Reddick. Is that person a hobby? <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. Ah <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I got now. I'm searching for the Matt Reddick T-shirt. Get one. 
I'm going to use that same logo for my tattoo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> get his face tattooed on your back. I think it'd be even better. Uh, George. <laughs> no, I'm with you guys. I don't like to listen to music when I'm flying. I'd rather hear the heli. I find it extremely distracting. Well, when I'm in real life, yeah, when I'm on the sim, I, I kind of like listening to music. And I have tried to listen to music as I mean, I'm I'm not a, uh, anybody's pilot, though, so I shouldn't be like listening to music in real life. But I did one time and uh, it was actually a good flight. Yeah, I don't know if it's ACDC or something like that. Yeah, then I'm like trying. I'm taking more chances, I think. Well, I was going to say the couple times I have done it and listened to like rock music almost killed the heli. Yeah. Like not only did I almost hit the ground with it, I was like over amping everything and just like, <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. You know, <laughs> killing yeah. it. Yeah. That, that's the way I do when I'm mowing. I always listen to ACDC, nothing but ACDC when I'm mowing. And I mean, if it's a really, really good song, I mean, one of my favorites <laughs> that I grew up with. Man, I, I'll mow over bushes and everything. I just let it go. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Awesome. All right. Uh, do we have more questions for Ray, or shall we move it on to the next segment? Are we going to do the uh, the quick 10? Mm-hmm. Okay. The top 10 shotgun round? Yes. Okay. Just to know which if I didn't know that what the quick 10 was. Yeah. I don't know if that was well, a lottery knew, in Tennessee. I or... just knew. I, I couldn't remember the name of it. Okay. Referred to my statement about three statements ago about not being any good and getting to be on full time. <laughs> <There you laughs> <go. laughs> uh, yeah. I guess let's move it on to the top 10 shotgun round. Okay. I'm going to sit back and let you guys deal with this one here. All right. Yeah. Kevin and Andy. Yeah, or you too, George, if you want to partake, or if you're not, if you can't see the questions, then if you just let them can't do see it. the questions. Yeah, let's let Andy and Kevin kind of take this. Uh, Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I want to go first. Do you want to go second? Damn, I want to go first. I want to go first. Doing... If you wanted to go first, you should say, I'll go first. Yeah. Oh, I changed my mind. I want to go second. All right. All right. Are you ready, Ray? For the nope. top 10 shotgun round. Okay. Uh, the first question is pinch or thumb? Thumb. Okay. Yes. Nitro or electric? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll deal with that. Uh, 500 and below or 550 and bigger? Again. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> you forgot. Well, I, I was waiting for the actual answer. That was the answer yes for all of them. George answered yes. <laughs> no, it was. Ray said yes. Well, that that one's tough because they, the small ones have their place and the big ones have their place. And it's just that simple. Um, that's that's why my fleet has a small one, a medium sized one, and a big one. Yeah, and I think that's just the, the most. Yeah. It's what do you? Like the most. What do I like the most? Yeah, like what the most better for you? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, seven hundred. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I say so. Have you ever <laughs> flown a fly bar? And if so, when was the last time? 
I have not had that opportunity. So wow. never flown okay. one. Wow. Okay. Fly bar virgin. Fly bar. Do you like sport or 3D? 3D. Okay. I had to hesitate on that one because I like all flying if it's good. But I like 3D the most. Uh-huh. Strap on or strap off? Um, I do use a transmitter strap to answer this question, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the question. So strap on, it is. <laughs> do you prefer cordless or brushless servos? If the price is right, yes. Okay. You know, I've seen Ray with the strap on before, so I should have known that. <laughs> George, this is the quick 10. Uh, stop interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, George. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't tell. Oh, damn it. Damn it, George. Shut I gotta up. I got to mute myself. <laughs> got me tickled. Okay, fuselage style or pod and boom? Why are you asking me these questions? This is the answer is yes. Because okay, I have having flown a goblin, I like the fuselage style. Okay, but having oxy, I love the square boom. That's where little square pod and boom. It's just yeah. that's a tough choice because it's a helicopter. Those okay. oxies do look cool like that. Okay, next question is. Low or high head speed? High head speed all the way. Shoot for the moon. Don't look back. Wow. Nice. <laughs> um, do you like bigger events like Urcha or smaller events? I like the smaller events. You have more time to, to at least get a chance to meet most of the people there or meet new people. But you can also re- reunite with new friends. And, of course, if you want to hammer out flights, you can just go out there and just knock them out. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good to me. All righty. Nice. That was the top 10 shotgun round. Did I do good? Yeah. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Let's move it on to news and announcements. Okay. News and announcements. All right. What do we have? Oh, this new one. Yes. I saw. Yeah. George sent me this. Uh, you want to talk about this a little bit, Mr. George? Yeah, man. What, what was it? That uh, Roban A10. Roban A10. Yeah. Uh, that kind of caught me by surprise. I didn't uh, didn't know anything about it. Not that I know everything they're doing, but um, I knew Roban had made these for years, but, but uh, I'm hoping this is like, or helicopters, the helicopters I've seen that they're stocking now, and they're the North American, you know. Yeah, I guess we should say Motion RC. Motion RC. Yes. Carrying the but, um, Roban. Yeah, they started. 18 broke their, yeah, twin 120 millimeters, and uh, it's a, just an RF, so you have to put your own power system in it and servos and stuff. But, uh, man, it's that thing's huge. It's huge. I Freaking mean, beast. almost seven-foot wingspan. Yeah. yeah, what did they care? Like leg, something leg tree, one of the analysis. <laughs> this is so awesome. 120 milliliter EDS, dual EDS. Yeah. 81.1 inch wingspan. It's a one eight scale. 
Fuck, that's big. And it's composite, obviously. Yes. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. The first ones. I think that Roban had, and I've seen several of those, uh, Daryl Sprayberry's got, I think a couple of them. I, I know they had some retrack issues and stuff, but, uh, hopefully yeah. they've got, they worked that out in these later versions. It does say that there's a new V2 landing gear. So I think they have those out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a full composite, like, they just say shit balls, four six cell batteries. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know need... why you wouldn't just put two turbines in it. Well, I was getting ready to ask that. This is a fairly right. expensive airplane. It's all composite. Mm-hmm. Would, Raise I mean, rivets. would you really want to do EDFs on something like this and get a three-minute flight time? Of course, I mean, obviously, turbines would be way more expensive, but... I mean, I I think it'd be, yes. I, I If you're going to spend this much money already, like, whatever, just go balls to the wall and just do it, right? Yeah. But, um... But I do like things that like kind of like the SAB um, EDF, like not, which is the one, the Lizard or something. You can go EDF or you can go Turbine. Same thing with the Tortuga. I think that it's nice to have that flexibility. But in my opinion, this is a Turbine plane. It should yeah. be being that big, you know, and that detail too, man. Raised rivets, recessed panel lines, like all the stuff looks, you know, the detail in the cockpit and everything looks amazing. Yeah, dude, this thing looks. They have two uh, paint schemes. I see the Arctic, Arctic. camo and yeah. what's the other? Just a gray, I think. It's just the base gray. But you know, people say, "Man, sixteen hundred dollars, and it doesn't even have fans or anything in it." Well, most people that want a plane that big, they're going to do their own power thing, whether it's yep. turbine or electric or what. Um, but um, you couldn't. I mean, you couldn't buy a, a kit and build it for that, putting the retracts in it and the rivet details and everything on it. No, and yeah, for sure. No, you couldn't do that. Not a composite. Yeah, and no. the retracks are uh-huh. definitely worth you know putting in a plane like this. I think all planes should come with retracts because then they're custom made or custom tailored for the weight of the plane and you know that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Oh yeah. man, you can make the Bombay door section. It's removable, so you can actually make them operational and stuff. Oh, that's cool. ATM. It wow. shouldn't have a bomb bay. I know, but it says I mean, it in the thing. It's, it's weird. A, it's, a, it's a misprint. Probably. Well, report that. You know people in motion. They've got that. I know they've got that in, in a, another plane out there, too. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that yeah. gun all in the underbelly of it? In the nose. The Gatlin yeah. gun. In the nose. It's in the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Can and then it's unbelievable the the steps that they can hang under wing the different configurations. Yeah. Oh man, I love the A10 and to be this size and composite, it must be amazing. And they fly so good. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's cool, but you would need everything. So yeah, it does come with retracts, but it looks like you need uh two twelve S brushless inrunners in your fans. Or oh, I think it actually comes with Nope, and, and you need the EDF fans also. Also need two 120. Um, <laughs> two of everything, two ESCs, Two of everything, four two. batteries, right? So Batteries. Mm-hmm. Nine 40-gram Metal Gear standard servos. Wow. Nine of those. Yeah, I think nine-channel receiver. No, six-channel receiver. It's saying six, so they yeah. must be using some wires for some of the, the connectors. But, yeah, now that this looks awesome. 
you know, the wheels actually have like, it's like aluminum wheels. Like it's like, you know, turbine wheels, right? It's like, it's big enough to be a turbine. So I feel like they use it, the same hardware you would get in a turbine. Yeah. Oh, this is cool, man. Definitely cool. Check that out. MotionRC.com. Yep. Cool. Mm. All right. What else we got? Okay. There's the XGuard backup system. Yes. From, I guess, or I guess, Augie Copter. Mm-hmm. And it's available on rcheli-toolbox.com. He's doing a pre-order with a, a, like a combo. I don't know a whole lot about this thing, but it's a capacitor backup system. And it says the features built into this unit. Backup power pack with 75 Farad capacitors, over voltage protection, reverse polarity protector, short circuit protector, servo back EMF protector, static electricity protector, 200 event logger, telemetry ports, one for Mikado, one for Spectrum, optional expansion module for Futaba S Bus, Jetty, and FreeSky. It has a fault tolerant design, and you can do a remote board. So I think this means you could hide the capacitors up in the airframe mm-hmm. and then have a, a board on the outside, I guess, which you control it or turn it off mm. with the LEDs and stuff. Yeah, the third picture on his website yeah. is that it's just that. Four power ports, master plus save, slave from ESC and master plus slave to receiver fly barless. So the way this one works is you would you would put your BEC power to the input of this and then your go uh, from that out into your receiver and I guess that's how you get the overcurrent protection and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's in line. Yeah. It's in line, <clears throat> correct? Yeah, this um, is cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. So I think um, I think this is this is really really cool. I think it's a little bit overkill. <laughs> I think the event logger and stuff like that gets a little crazy. Yeah. But I mean, you know, he's a. I, yeah, I think Augie does like software and system engineering and stuff. So, like, this is kind of it's real house, right? To have that logging sure, and sure. monitoring and stuff like that. Um, it does have the, you can do the alarm strobe lights, which is yes. a nice feature, especially if you're not running telemetry. Yeah. Yeah, Steve. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> um, the logging and stuff, I don't, I mean, I guess it's okay. I don't really know why you would need that, but maybe troubleshooting or something like yeah, that. Possibly if you don't have it anywhere else. Again, if you don't have telemetry, like if you're flying uh, an older spectrum or, you know, if you just don't have telemetry and logging capabilities in your fly barless, then mm-hmm. this might be yeah. good. It also has a bigger unit for. I like, I guess, bigger airplanes has bigger capacitors. The C one, yeah, one hundred, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say there's there's smaller units, there's bigger units. Uh, a lot of them depend on how he does with the the ordering of the first system. It looks like, yeah, the combo that he's pre order that's on pre order right now is one X Guard Pro C seventy five power system, one remote board, one strobe light. And a log display screen, and that is for one forty seven ninety five. 
and he did say we'll sell just the units by themselves later without all the the other stuff and i think that is going to be 89 uh, what's the cheapest one i saw yeah 89.95 okay so something to look and he has some like if you need multiple units he has some packages mm-hmm. put together for that like if you need three or four of them yeah i mean for i think 89.95 that's not really that's not too that's bad not too bad yeah no. it's a little more i mean it's more than well the other options but it does a lot more stuff it does a lot more stuff so like um which company was it which who makes the blue batteries oh gosh why can't i think of it optipower so optipower had optiguard and then they also had their um emf like you know protection thing correct and And they have the strobe light thing actually and and they had a strobe light right if you take both of those and yes optiguard is a battery but you know if you actually bought those components it would be 90 bucks or more so you're actually getting yeah i think there were it was about seventy dollars, I think. But that for the ago. for the combo that come with the strobe and the yeah, but not with the EMF backup, like the not the EMF oh, okay. backup, but the protection, right? The um, over amperage protection from the BC. That was an, a separate thing that I had okay. yet to buy for yeah, a BC you, protection, you right? So yeah, so this is actually it's not like you know when i first looked at it because i you looked at like 150 dollar one which come with everything yeah. i was like damn that's kind of expensive but really think about the 89.95 one and what it does it's not it's not it's not price you know right. wrong in my opinion yep. it's, it's actually right in the market so nice i don't know if he's got a weight of it or anything i'm sure it's a little heavier yeah once we are running but i don't I'm sure it's not super heavy yeah, it's probably a couple of grams, but it can't be super heavy. I don't know. It says That's, eight ounces. That can't be right. How much? I don't know. It's eight a, ounces? Yeah, that can't be right. That's not right. Maybe 0. 0.8 ounces. That'd be as big as a pack of cigarettes or something. Yeah, if it is. Yeah, I'd say it's a misprint or something. That might be the shipping box or something. Oh, yeah, that could probably be the. Because it says nine by five by Nine yeah. inches by five inches by one point seven five inches. I've got a four pack. I got a six pack capacitor. How many did you say was in it? It's three. I think there's twenty five. Well, they're they're running series, so yeah. it's seventy five mm-hmm. farad capacitors. But um, you can go to rcheli-toolbox.com. Mm-hmm. Check that out. I really need something like that. That'd be a good troubleshooting tool. If it, you know, but logs, your everything coming yeah, I through. I wonder your, how the log works. Like your BEC, it would tell you all that kind if, of stuff. If it's been dropping out while you're flying it, you know, if it's been intermittent, or you know, yeah. if it's if it stops starts dropping out so far into the the flight, or I don't know. Yeah, see, yeah. I get all that with the with the jetty stuff. So mm-hmm. it's all that stuff's not super useful to me personally. But it would be good for you, I, I suppose, George. I'd say it's point zero eight. Yeah, maybe that's right. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Check awesome. it out. Yeah. All right. What else we got here? Uh, another plane, the UMX Citation. Uh-huh. The Chevy Citation. Yeah, longitude twin. 
30 millimeter EDF. Oh my God, this thing was. You could probably feed this one through the fan of that other one I'm just talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fly it right through. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's got to sound pretty awesome with dual little micro EDFs like that. This is a, yeah. a, a E Flight UMX, which means it's small. Uh-huh. But it's cool. It's a like a you know private jet type plane, like yeah, commercial, like a corporate um, jet, yep, corporate yeah, corporate. jet G six yeah. type of deal, yeah, yep, yeah, it looks cool. Three S eight hundred milliamp. It's it's so deceiving when you see pictures of it in the air. Like the details really nice and it looks very you know scale and everything with the wingtips flaring up and stuff. Sure it's time. But then when you look at the last picture where the guy's throwing it, and you're like, oh, this shit is tiny. (laughs) Yeah, that picture of a guy holding it. Well, it's anything UMX is tiny. Right, right, exactly. Um, Wingspan is 25 inches, 25.1 inch wingspan. There's only one reason to purchase this is to annoy the shit out of everybody (laughs) because it's going to be. Oh, I thought you said you What's that? The Habu? The Habu, yeah. yeah. Yeah, remember that? And that's probably close to like a 30 millimeter EDF, right? I wanted to see. Do you guys see what the KV is of the EDFs anywhere? I'm looking for that. Oh, man, there must be screamers. Yeah. <laughs> 22, <laughs> no. 880, 8,800 8, KV. Yeah. 8,800 KV. Wow. Yeah, the Habu was like 11, 11.5, 11,000 KV or something like that. Yeah. You could hear that thing screaming. Yeah. Uh, but this with the two might be very similar, you know? Yeah, when they start oscillating, that'll be mm-hmm. super annoying. Start phasing, like the noise starts to phase itself. Super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to All right, so that means I should get one, huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's right up my alley. Horizonhobby.com, <laughs> uh, the bind and fly basic is uh, 170 bucks. Yeah. Right around like said, the process. You can fly it on a 3S800 battery. Flying yep. weight, 6.6 ounces, 188 grams. Yep. So it's under the 250 grams. Yep. So no nice. restrictions. I could just fly that right into Bill's head. No yeah. problem. I thought you were going to say the only reason to buy this is to fly it into your buddy's head. <laughs> fly it into Bill's head. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not see it coming, Bill? It sounds annoying as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed off Bumblebee. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, what other good news do we have here? Yeah. Uh, I don't have any more good news, but I have yeah. confirmation that Joe Nall Week has been canceled. Yep. And on the Triple Tree website, it says due to global pandemic, the 2020 Joe Nall has been canceled. Full refunds will be processed within 10 to 14 business days. That sucks. Yeah. Not even reschedule. Just cancel, man. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a leak for Triple Tree. It sucks for everyone. Yeah, it sucks for them because that's probably their biggest vendors. Yeah. Money makers of the year and for the facility and people that were planning to go and stuff. I'm I'm sure some of them are going to lose a pile of money if they've rented RVs or this or that or whatever i'd say there's already a bunch of planes down there in storage you know and their owners still all over the world not being able to go anywhere yeah. they ship them ship them here you know sometimes yeah. weeks and weeks ahead of time yep it sucks all the way around yeah 
Oh, well. Buy American. And make American. Yeah, well, that's the problem, right? Buy it if it's not made. Exactly. And even if you do buy American, most of the components aren't from America. Right. I'll make it myself then. That's that's what I do. Just DIY everything. DIY. Then then uh, that $170 phone plane would cost $700. I, I think we could do better than that. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it might be like one ninety nine, whatever. I mean, I don't know. But then again, if you think about it, there be our economy be better because there'll be more Americans working, more Americans making more money, so prices are more expensive for things to buy American. Our economy all gets picked up from it, so yeah, you know, I don't look at it as a bad thing to. A lot to better say jobs are coming. More. I'm telling you, a lot better jobs are coming for people, for your average yeah. blue collar worker. There's I hope so. Some- yeah, I think the quality of uh, living will will increase drastically over the next decade. Yeah, I mean, over the next decade, yes. I think the next couple of years is going to be quite struggle. Even with some of the bailout stuff that we're, you know, small businesses are getting. I think overall, there's so many places that I know that are the doors are closed, closed. Like they can't. Oh yeah. Be open, and they're not because they're not open now. They, and they don't have staff, they can't get that grant or the loan or anything. So, you know. Well, they, they still can. The owners still can. Yeah. And call people back. That's part of the whole, you know, free market system, though. I mean, if you lose it, you lose it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it sucks. And you can claim it up and goes in. And all that. Yeah, and start uh-huh. another company. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, like all the restaurants, there's no way they got product left, so they're going to have to do that. You know? Yeah, right, right. Unless they have been, to start from scratch. Unless they've been, you know, selling out the door type thing. But a, yeah, lot, of, and, and, a lot of the higher restaurants can't do that. Yeah. And it's just, hey. it's interesting because, like, even today, like, I mean, even these days now, I still try to, like, get takeout at least, right, to help these restaurants out. Exactly. Yep. I was still. Yep. Yep. I did it tonight. Yep. Hey, on the news, there there was a uh, new release last week. It's like a pre-order. Horizons oh, yep. got the um, the FMS. It's a one-six scale World War Two MB Jeep, just the normal Army Jeep. When you think of Army Jeep, this is what <laughs> you think of. And I mean, the scale detail on it is phenomenal. That's Full funny. steering, steering wheel works, everything. And you know, one-six scales, same as. Uh, it, your GI Joes and most of your um, your big jet pilots and stuff like that. My, my oh, that's course, perfect then. Where my big it? H thirty four. It's a one six scale, so it'll it'll be perfect for it. I'll paint yeah, it up in big. like I'll paint it up in like early Korean War uh, markings to match my. Can we care, m- pick it up and airlift it somewhere? I don't know. I don't. I don't think they really ever. I guess they did that. Sure, they did. Yeah. yeah, those things were made to we do. We got to do that. We got to yeah. make up some cables and a lift line. I want to drive it out to the, you know, remote control. Drive it out to the helicopter, and then let the passenger jump out, climb up in the helicopter, and then take off. It'll <laughs> take some doing. A lot of micro servos, but I think we can pull it out. <laughs> so we're going to build a robot to do that. Is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? Yeah, a little bit of artificial intelligence stuff like, like a Boston heli. Dynamics kind of robot that'll just jump okay. out, run over, and jump in the heli. <laughs> but it's all one eighth scale. Why don't you just shrink yourself down? And I think that would be easier. I don't know. 
I'm gonna where, send some sketches to Mike D and see what he thinks. Where did where did you see this on motion? Hold on. George is looking through the uh, the email files that he has to see what he emailed, uh, what he ordered in the last week. This might take a little while. So I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. Wait, who's what's the company? FMS Meter. Yeah, but it's called Rock Hobby. One oh, six. Rock Hobby, yeah. Nineteen forty one MB scaler. Yeah. Oh yeah, I found it. I I found it on Big Squid site, but uh, I'll link it to the show notes here so you guys can see it. Yeah, I did see this. I don't know where I saw this though. Whether it was on their site or on Facebook, I'm not I sure. I saw it somewhere. Yeah, maybe a Facebook or maybe even an ad, but yeah, I saw this. This thing's awesome. The windshield's just a little bit too tall on it. Yeah, and that is definitely an older version of obviously what we used to drive in the military, but other than the front grill, it's identical to what we used to drive. You used to drive an M151, I bet, didn't you, Kevin? Yep. I I used to love those little M151s. Really good vehicles. Yeah, man. Why do they make the windshield so damn tall? It looks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little too. I think to fit the scale guy, probably. I don't know. Maybe it was that. Maybe it was that big back then. No, it wasn't. I've had, like I said, I've had a bunch of those Jeeps. If the top of the windshield was right about where the top of the glass is now, it'd be perfect, which is easy to fix. Yeah. (laughs) And the grill's a little bit, just a tad bit off. But otherwise, I love the the drag link. If you look underneath there, you can see the drag link and the string arm and all that. If you look at the last picture um, that has, like, the body off of it, you can actually see, like, it's... It's a good setup. It has like the motor in the front. It has a transfer case going to the two diffs. Like the battery it's, in the back. It's, it's, it's freaking an nice. Yeah. Set of crawler yeah. axles. I mean, yeah, they're nice. That yeah, looks uh, freaking awesome. I love it. Yeah, that made me buy it. Nice. But I mean, there was a discount for pre-ordering, so I was being frugal. There you go. Yeah. I remember the orientation video that we had in the military, and the first thing the guy said was, "You will not win a drag race." In an M1, yeah, I can remember that. That's cool. They even use fabric uh, for the straps and stuff. But George, these things are the the real ones are are awesome, man. I mean, shit, the, the, what we used to do to those things, and the way you could just take those things apart in the field, and then the trailers we had never Why got not? one of these stuck. Like those wheels would sink right to the bottom and pull you out of anything. Yes, yeah, the M1 one. It had four-wheel independent suspension, and your differential is up a lot higher. When I say I've had like 20 of them, I mean real ones. Yeah. You know, full scale. And mm-hmm. we used to have a ball of these things. We always had some of the ones that were rougher that we were getting ready to restore or something, but we had them running. We'd take them trail riding and stuff before we would restore them. But once we restored them, we wouldn't get dirt on the tires of them. But yeah, it's a neat, neat little thing. I mean, it Functional like, spare tire. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you take it on and off, put it on. Yeah. You know, I've noticed a lot more ground vehicles. And look at all the, this week, um, this past week, I don't know if we talked about it last week. You know, Motion started carrying, Motion RC started carrying those Bancroft uh, ships. Yeah. All, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, that big Missouri. I saw one of those down at Joan Isle. Somebody had one for sale down there in the box. And it was unbelievable, the workmanship on it, the wood decking and all the, just the, 
you know, the handrails and everything was just so perfect. You'd be afraid to carry it around, but, um, that's probably on my radar one of these days. But if you notice a lot of these RC companies are, are going to the ground vehicles and boats, you know, it's like, you know, they may be a little bit more worried than they act on the, uh, FFA stuff. Yeah. True. Yeah. And they know the market's there probably for it too. Yeah. That too. Right. The seats are cushioned and upholstered. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm telling you. The windshield folds. You'd sit in it. All right. Uh, what else do we have? Do you have anything else? Or shall we move it on to what's next for you in the hobby? We can move it on. Okay. So what's next for you in the hobby, Kevin? Uh, I'm going to go out and fly something. If <laughs> I get arrested, I get arrested. I don't care. <laughs> I hope they put a camera in front of me as I'm being arrested. And I'm going to say, this is anarchy. Now, how is somebody going to put you in a police car when you've got a, I don't know, six, seven, eight hundred size helicopter flying there between you and them? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait till they I wait land. for you to land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, I'm going to get out and fly something if it kills me. I don't, I don't care. Just thank yeah. God I don't, I don't freaking, uh, I don't want to bring up another subject, so I won't. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, you can get out and fly, man. Cool. The days are getting nicer, man. It and, really uh, is, man. Oof. I got that place down. I got a few places. I got a few remote places I can go fly, so uh, I might be able to sneak a few flights in. I think I fixed my, oh, I fixed my Oxy 3, too. I had to replace a servo on that from, like, Urcha. I think I bought that servo from Shannon, only fine helis. Either that or I bought it from him in Fredericksburg. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I finally fixed that, and... Just I might actually fly that. Nice. Which will be hysterical because <laughs> I'm going to beat the crap out of that thing. <laughs> Watch, you haven't flown in such a long time. You're going like, to take off, boom, right to the ground. Like, damn yeah. it. <laughs> That's it. It might be historical. Yeah. I might. There you uh, go. Then I'll just throw it in the back of the Jeep from like 20 feet away. Yeah. And then <laughs> fix it next year. Yeah. Sling it by the tail. Yeah, I was actually yeah. thinking about putting together some of my old 450 flybard stuff, but I used all of the electronics already, so I, I, all I really have is just the hardware, and I'm like, I really don't want to order stuff, and maybe one day I'll do it. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, you, can, um, you can buy a flying one off of I know, Hellish right? Freak. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just something, I, 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 there's a little bit of curiosity in me that wants to try flying a flybard heli again just to see what it's like you know because i had i had, I can't say zero success i did have success with it but i never got it into idle idle up i was always in normal mode yeah you never like 3d did or done anything no, never nope mm-hmm. so that's it for me what about you guys um i could go next i am gonna do try to do the same i'm gonna just rogue it out and go to field and just fly a little bit, a couple packs, just to get the thumbs working again, get the hand-eye coordination, you know, going again. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, clean up the garage. I got a, I got a scale heli again. I don't know what I'm doing, but I got another scale heli. So I might work on that a little bit. We'll see. I think I must be rubbing off on him. I know, right? I think so. Now I really like this theme too. It's that uh, Augusta yeah, Coast, Guard, one, Coast right? Guard theme. Yeah. Okay, George, you can buy it from him two weeks from now. I got no, 
Or I think it. I think this is going to be one of those things where I'm just going to keep in the hobby, uh, in the garage as like a showpiece. You know, just wait what's four weeks until he throws it out. No, no, I, I have to wait. <laughs> I'm building a 500 size one of them right now. Oh, nice. Um, to uh, promotions page. Okay. Hopefully, I have some pictures of it before long. I mean, I've got the mechanics build. I just need to put in a few slugs, get yeah. some pictures. Awesome. But I'm like you. I like that color scheme. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's about it for me. Uh, obviously, I'll probably put some time into the Miata, too. I'm swapping all the brakes right now. Uh, yeah. What about you, Andy? Uh, like you guys, I'm going to go rogue. <laughs> yeah, in your backyard. Dang you. I'm going to try to fly more and suck less. How's that? That's a bad sound bite. I know. Right. Mike D's going to have a freaking. <laughs> oh, listen. You know, when we were talking about the large and small units, too, that's going to be good. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. He's going to have enough that we'll actually have a planker segment again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's got to have content also. Since, yes, we live, since we live down the street from each other, you need to be more positive. Yeah. You auto way more better than I do. Well, that's true. <laughs> But my flying so is not up to my standard. Okay. Then get back up to your standard. Mm-hmm. Don't be negative. Just be more less negative. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to tell someone, you know, being a bit of an asshole. Why don't you try being a little bit less of an asshole? <laughs> like, I want to I wanna try to fly some more i was gonna yeah. get out the gasser today but i did, didn't have time mm. so maybe i'll put a couple more flights on it and keep flying this xl a few more times so let me ask you and it has like i mean it's coming to be warmer and springish right like is your farming going to be picking back up i guess oh this- i've been busy as hell oh, okay. for the last two weeks oh, all right. Good, yeah. right that's good yeah yeah, um, I'm super busy trying to get ready to plant. We're running behind because of the weather. It was so rainy for so long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so now yeah. we're like running really hard to try to catch up. Nice. I forgot who's next. Anyone? George. George. I'm asking a question. Uh, well, for me, I guess, um, I guess it's just put some more helicopters together and fly. I'm just really looking forward to when I can get to uh, fly with some more of my flying buddies and fellowships. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, looking forward to Matt Reddick's podcast this week. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> who the hell is this Matt Reddick guy? Gosh, you guys keep on bringing this guy up, and I don't know who he is. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Who is this guy? But uh, looking for some more. You know, I'll be making some more 3D parts for my UE project, my UH-1 helicopter. And just, uh, I'll have, you know, I, I forgot to tell you, but I have been working on the grounds out here a lot more, too, trying to get things ready. So if we ever do get to have an event, right now we've moved our fall, our spring fly-in to uh, the, the last weekend that Joe Nall was originally planned for, so. We'll leave it there for a while and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I guess the 15th, May 15th, somewhere around there. But, uh, yeah, I'm just really looking forward. I mean, it's one thing to get out here and fly something, but you don't have somebody just to hang out with and talk to. It's just, it's yeah. just not the same. Yeah, and that was the that was the thing um, I kind of wanted to mention. I, I don't know. I think it was Ryber who's like, you know, he's been flying a lot um, these days, and he's like, you know, you guys got to get out and fly. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. My field's closed, and you know, yeah, sure, I can go to the park. I can probably draw a small plane in the backyard and try to harrier it around until I crash to the garage or the fence. But it's like that's not that's not what flying is for me anymore these days. Like I want to go hang out you know, friends and club members and, mm-hmm. and folks, you know, that, that have this common interest with me um, together, you know? So it's like, if my field's closed and I can't meet up with people, it's like, yeah, whatever, I'll just wait then until it is open, I think, you know? But yeah, after a month now, I'm just like, okay, no, I need to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do so fly at least. Yeah. But that's, that's me. That's, that's all I've got on the agenda. Just keep working from home and waiting yeah. to see my friends again. Nice. All right. What about you, Ray? Okay. Next or new for me in the hobby, uh, fix this Oxy four and remade in the helicopter and fly mm-hmm. the Oxy five until I get the 700 fixed. Nice. So how bad was the 700 when, when I went in? Oh, didn't just no, no damage, no damage. I'm still, I'm the, I focus on one at the time. So the Oxy, the Oxy four has been on the bench for a while, pretty damaged. So I'm going to get that back in the air. Um, then focus on the 700. Okay. Cool. Okay, so do we have any listener pipeline? We do. Oh boy, let's uh, yeah, let's hear it. Freefall guys, man, I was just reading through this like model aviation magazine thing. It's got this great article <laughs> in there on a on a podcasting stuff, and and man, I'm just I'm really sorry to hear that you guys, I guess, are like shut down or something because <laughs> man, you're not in here. What's up with that? <laughs> okay. That was on Monday. And today, this morning, we received one. Hey, Freefall RC guys. Hey, keep up the good work. By the way, a telemetry receiver is a transmitter because that's how the data gets from the aircraft to the ground. That's why you have to SCC get approve them. So... Don't think of receivers are just only receivers, not anymore. They're transmitters, too. Take it easy. Bye. Ah, that's to answer yeah, our, actually, I, our discussion yeah, right. from last I, week. I, I thought of this the, later when I was listening to our episode. All the Jetty receivers send back to, like, that's why it's called duplex. It goes both ways. Yeah. And, like, the Via Bar Neo and certain other ones. I'm sure some of the old school receivers that don't transmit anything don't have to be FCC approved. Wait, I mean, so like, like a radio doesn't have to be approved, but anything that transmits does. So like an six channel spectrum receiver that's transmitting too. If it has telemetry, if it has any kind of if telemetry, it has telemetry, but if it doesn't, right. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay. sure the older ones or, or any of the plain cheap ones that don't, Mm-hmm. Like if it's just a straight lemon six channel receiver or something. Right, right. Like say I like don't that think it matters. Mm-hmm. But anything that transmits back like has telemetry, then that would have to be approved. Mm. So he's and, he's a hundred percent right on that. 
And it makes sense because you never see like Hobby King's Orange RX no, that have transmitter right. capabilities because mm-hmm. they will never get that approved being a clone, right? So, right. But like like your your um, Neos, mm-hmm. yeah. they transmit back. Yeah. Uh, the certain uh, Spectrum ones, like all the Jetty stuff, you know, anything that transmits telemetry would would obviously be a transmitter as well as a receiver. Well, and all transmitters that support telemetry are receivers. Well, what, Steve? No, so I was thinking even um, receivers that only transmit receiver pack voltage would consider being a transmitter also, right? Like, Yeah, that's yes. telemetry. Right? Even if it's a, like a basic telemetry like that, like which is, I don't know. I guess it's telemetry. So, I suppose. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, Kevin. What were you saying? Were you asking Ray? I wanted to ask Ray if Bacon was his real last name. Yeah, it is. I'm born with it. I love it. I've loved it since the day I heard him. <laughs> I heard Steve say, Facebook likes Ray Bacon. <laughs> There's a lot of Bacons in my area. I'm sure you probably said, who's that? Uh, Kevin's brother? Kevin's or brother. Cousin? Yeah, probably. You may have, yeah. It always comes up with those. It's uh-huh. the name of the title, Seven Degrees of uh, Ray Bacon. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Do we have any other voicemails or that's it? I think yeah. that's it. Okay. Cool. I guess it is time to wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. So first, I want to give a huge shout out to Ray for taking the time to come on our show. And, you know. Give us a little insight in the hobby that is his hobby. And yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, it was good to have you on. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Definitely got to get you back on the show again because uh, it was a lot of laughs. I'd like to give a a shout out to all of our healthcare workers and law enforcement, fire department people, rescue squads. I mean, you know, we're sitting around not doing anything, maybe working from home and stuff like that. I know a lot of people are out there working, too. My wife works for a health department, uh, state health department here, and she she's working every day. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there working in just hellish conditions right now in these big cities. Can't yeah. imagine what it's like in some of these hospitals in Detroit now no. uh, and New York, New Jersey. And mm-hmm. uh, just uh, I, I just can't imagine and then, yeah. you know, all these other healthcare workers that have been, you know, leaving their jobs and families and, and traveling to these cities to work, you know, kudos to them, too, for stepping up and doing that. I mean, that's that's going into battle. That's facing death. Yeah, yeah literally. Right. Really. You know, is. So, yeah. Yeah. so mm-hmm. these, these are these are patriots. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, can I add one more thing to that? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Is just for the ones that don't have that have lost their job or don't know they have a job to come back to. And for the ones that are still in the hobby, just hang with us. Yeah. So yeah. if you, if you are out of a job or anything, just, if you can just keep simming, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, I do worry about the people that, that don't have jobs right now too. Yeah. 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 yeah don't have jobs or toilet paper. Strange days. It really is. Yeah, and you know, it's like, what is the world going to be like once this is all over? You know, and is this ever going to end? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm hearing stories that could be seasonal. I'm hearing stories that the 
you know, yes, the heat helps like not spread it as much, but it's still going to beat it. It doesn't kill it or anything. So this can go on to summer. Who knows? It can go on the rest of the year. We can so. just make it through this first one, though, to where we can, you know, learn about these antibodies, create yeah. a vaccine. The second round, maybe we can get some of these these older people and, and people with uh, existing conditions vaccinated and and save mm-hmm. them. You know, my mom's 88 and we've, we've got her locked down <clears throat> yeah. like crazy, but uh, she got out yesterday and went to the post office and got stamps. I'm like, you, did you have to get out for something else? No, I just need to pay some bills. I'm like, they're not really concerned about your bills now, mom. They're more mm-hmm. concerned about an 88 year old getting out and getting this virus. Don't yep. do it. Yeah. So, sure. yeah, just, just suck it in, stay home. I know everybody wants to get together, but the I think the tighter we pull in and restrict our contact with anybody, the less, you know, the, the shorter amount of time we'll have to do it. Right. Yeah, and we've had this kind of thing happen to the world before, but we didn't have the information age that we're in now where we could, you know, see what was coming down the road and, you know, and keep mm-hmm. everybody in, you know, the the original flu that keeps going around how many millions of people that killed that first year you know until they got vaccine vaccinated and the same yeah. with smallpox the same with chicken uh-huh. pox or yeah but i mean have we seen it in our generation though? no like, no oh no that's the thing this the, is the first time in our generation seen we've seen it. this sure yeah so, so suck it up yep it just it really sucks if you don't have a job i mean and you're, you don't know where that that money's yeah. coming from. I can't. I can't even imagine. Like you know. Well, but there's a lot of help imagine. on the way. I mean, I really mm-hmm. think there you know, is. There is. I, I really think it. Uh, if if people just kind of help each other right now, we're seeing some of that locally here. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of my daughter's friends and stuff. But um, yeah, let's just take care of each other. It, it seems like there's there's been kind of a. a you know, a pause in all the rhetoric and stuff, and we needed that. Yeah. But we didn't need it this way. No. Sometimes things have to happen to get our attention. I am seeing yeah. a little more activity in this week than I did last week uh, on, the, on the highways and the week before, definitely so. And I think things are, people are doing what they can, but they're still trying to, you know, get back to, somewhat of a normal life mm-hmm. here in the northeast i know i know that with the kids being out of school that's a big hit for a lot of people yeah, uh, yeah. and but the you know the the good news is there's not too many months left you got you know april may june you got three months i know that's kind of sucks to lose that income you know have a parent stay home or whatnot but uh you know but you've planned for the other you've planned for the kids to be out during the summertime so it helps a little bit true and I know that, you know, mortgage payments, banks are taking it easy and, you know, you can apply for postponing mortgage payments, uh, right now. Cause I know with our house, we could do that if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily my wife's still working. I have, haven't lost anything yet, you know, but, uh, yeah. I couldn't imagine being 20 and, and, uh, trying to, you know, and being told that the restaurants shut down indefinitely. Well, I guess then you're on unemployment, right? Uh, yeah. At least a little while, so. Yeah. But like George said too, all is not lost. You know, I know, I know, we have a jaded view of the country being where we are in the metropolitan area that we're in. But uh, there's a lot of there's a lot more to America than what's right here, and there's a lot of people out there that are uh, helping each other out, for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Locally. Yeah, like for that. sure. 
listeners, stay safe out there and don't yeah, please. Uh, don't don't spread anything. Yeah, or just pretend home. like you know, pretend like everybody's got it and you've got it as well. Or better yeah. yet, pretend like everybody else is a zombie and you don't want them to bite you. So don't let them get close enough to bite you. <laughs> yeah, but I can't okay. take a forty-five and blow their heads off or anything like that. Go yeah, on. Yeah, I was gonna say if, yeah, if they don't get, do that. But if they get close <laughs> enough, take out your BK and stab them in the forehead. Hey, I've, I've had to tell people. I had to tell somebody at the restaurant the other day. Yeah. They they were getting up on me there, and I said, "Hey, hey, back up, man, back oh, up." Oh yeah, I was just screaming out social distancing like really loud. <laughs> no, they people freak out and like move well, away. Ten feet, hey George, ten there's one thing yeah. you can't spread. What's that? The love of the RC helicopter hobby. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I try to do that Are every you day. From Wisconsin. <laughs> that was pure cheese, dude. <laughs> oh. I'm actually oh. Kevin. Gosh. Jeez, I thought it was yeah. kind of oh, nice. Well. I oh, did sorry, I, sorry. Every day I try to post something that's either funny mm-hmm. or, you know, uplifting. Positive. Yeah, positive. You know, a, a nice picture or Spanky doing something crazy or, you know. Yeah. And I see a lot of other people doing it. I, I don't know if I've. I've laughed so hard. Um, the video going around, I sent it to you guys about they're like interviewing this guy and he's called in FaceTiming or something. And he says, uh, now you've got two choices. You choice one or team one is, you know, to, to be quarantined with said is your, your wife and children team two. He says, team two. Yeah. You know, wait, you know, it could have been, uh, yeah. 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 I just I laughed at that. I've watched it four or five times. It's so funny. <laughs> and then uh, the donut one. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Steve. So what's next in spreading the RC love? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> it is time to do the wrap up. So spreading that RC love we got here. Facebook likes. We are at 1,265 likes. That's plus seven this week out of 1,303 followers. Um, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so he here are the seven names. There's one I had to actually translate, which translated amazingly. So I can't wait to get to that name. But here we go. We have uh, Lulian Tuteli, uh, uh, Sakiti Kaya Harwin. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, Hem Musen, Dieter Hornig, Sabido K. Mazu Dagaraya, Guntier Holzwart, and translated from Arabic, Arabic, the Eagle Mohammed Golden. Awesome. Yes. I think that's Gunter Holzwart. Holdsworth, yeah, sure. Guntier. Guntier. You know what's funny? Because Hunter can't say Hunter yet. He says Gunter. <laughs> so I just said it Gunter. I don't know. Nice. But, all right, cool. Thanks, everyone, for liking us. Uh, let's see what we have next. Facebook comments. What do we have? Uh, you got a comment from the one and only Mr. Ray Bacon, who uh, said to me, uh, he messaged me. Mm-hmm. And he said, I approve of your review of the Oxy-5. I own one, and your review was spot on. Also, durable crasher, low parts count was a breath of fresh air. 
And I said, hey, man, thanks a lot. And he said, uh, yeah, uh, we're a great team. Um, I'll talk about next episode. But he said what he noticed about the Oxy-5 is it's super quick off-center. Had to get creative with his tuning to keep it snappy and not super twitchy. Hmm. Okay. So great info. Great, great uh, you did a good addition, review. addition to the review. Thanks, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. I know him. Yeah, I know yeah. him too. <laughs> uh, okay, and on last episode, let's see if we have anything for last episode. Um, uh, we got some, oh, wow. We got some good mm-hmm. ones in the last episode, didn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our buddy Bill Anthony said, Matt Ruddick must be on crack. WTF. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I don't know who he's talking about, but that's, that was funny. I don't know a rat. What was it? Murdick? A rat Murdick? A rat Murdick? Murdick? <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he also added, thanks, guys, for keeping the show up in these troubled times. It really does help. And George is awesome. Oh, man. George fan. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, got a fan club now. He also added with another they don't comment that, much. that <laughs> Mike D is brutal and my mom is pissed. Oh, I told her that nothing compared to how the other guys were treated on this week's planker section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike D oh, said, man. this is all under comments from last episode on Facebook. Mike D said, uh, George Baker and Andy Ross, I got the two person sleeping bag for you guys. Whenever you guys are ready, please get it bleached before returning it. Wait on second thought, just burn it when you're done. Uh, Andy said, thanks, man. We may go camping on Brokeback Mountain when all this fire stuff is settled down. I have not pre-read these, and I do not approve. Um, <laughs> George said, we have a tent slash cot. Uh, a tent cot. A twin tent cot. A tent cot. Okay. It's a twin. It's a double. Okay. <laughs> well, it just says we have a tent cot. So it's all the condensation in there sometimes. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> TMI. Um, Mike D said, "LOL, damn! I remember when this was about RC man." <laughs> I don't get that. Yeah, no either. Yeah, RC grow man up. got to do with anything. Grow up, and then <laughs> grow up, <laughs> and then Mike. No, I D mean said, the part about RC man. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, what he said. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I mean, we we talk about RC, but we carry on about other stuff. Maybe he says, dude, I remember when this was about RC, man. Oh, and then it was that guy. Okay. Because I was like, what? what?" Then Mike added, Kevin, have you ever had garlic knot? Make sure you don't ask for nuts. It's not. Okay. (laughs) Noted. And that's all I saw on last week. Got some visitor posts. Okay. Because I always forget about these. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Bowl said, Kevin, that's except balls to the wall. Nice. (laughs) I love it. Oh, that song you were playing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Christopher Breams, picture of his plane. Another one getting ready to grace the skies. Looks like the, maybe that's the Cessna from Horizon. Not sure. Uh, we've got a picture from Eric Shu showing that he put our sticker on yes. something. Awesome. Oh, yep. awesome. Uh, he said, got this from Andy at the Winter Bash. He said, post a pic when when uh, he got home. Thanks for listening. 
thanks for the listening material. Hope you got, hope you guys are well. So he posted this last Friday and he got the sticker the first of December. So eh, I guess that's an okay turnaround. Okay. Four months. Yeah. Hey, if stickers, something you only get to do one time, <laughs> you need to make sure. I'm sure he put somewhere. it on there when he got home. He just sent the picture four months late, but that's okay. Yeah. Better late it than could, never. It, it could go either way, but. Uh, Rodney, Rodney Gullet put a post uh-huh. on here. He says, LMAO, Steve had said, he quotes, learn how to fly a plane inverted without chopping the throttle, end quote. He says, that's uh-huh. me all day long. I'm like, WTF, is it stalling? Chop the throttle even more. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian fucking Joel sent us another meme. Awesome. He says, oh man, I did it again. And he's got a cutting board with a pack of ramen and some, some vegetables yeah. and stuff. And I uh-huh. says, next time on late night cooking with Bill Ann. Yep. Awesome. He's like a meme machine, I think. So Bill Ann's going to be cutting up garlic, looks like peppers, and ramen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Thanks, guys, for posting on our Facebook page. Yep. Yes. Okay, so what do we have for website comments? Got an email from the planker. Oh, well, no. You want to read it? Go ahead. Yeah, from uh, planker. It says planker stuff to the free fall ladies and Spanky the Wonder Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girls. No planker episode this week to a, due to a scheduling conflict with my hairdresser. Uh, Perhaps I can rearrange next week's appointments for liposuction and pedicure to fit in a planker. Mike D. Planker. Plankety okay. plank plank. Plankety plank plank. Love yeah. it. I don't know where he's finding a hairdresser at this point. Dude, I know I need a haircut, man. I look like the kid from Mad Max, dude, right now. I look like, <laughs> you know, Teen Wolf at 55. <laughs> Wait, aren't you bald? <laughs> Not anymore. You know that guy in the football stadium that used to hold up John 316 with the colored hair? That's what I look like now, but just all in gray. <laughs> yep. I haven't had a haircut since last fall because the wintertime, I usually try not to cut my hair. Just, I'd rather grow it out and so I could stay warm at the field. But, um, yeah, so I really need a haircut. Like, But yours is uh, like poker straight, man. Mine yeah, grows true, in true. all different directions. Yeah. Like, I wear a hat, and people can tell my hair is messed up. Yeah. <laughs> hat's, like, bubbled up. When this is all over, I'm going to have to go in for an estimate first. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Just, just join the military again and just have them shave it off for free. <laughs> I was actually going to take my, my mustache trimmer and just shave to do my head. Yeah, just, just get some it. clippers. And I, just I, did, it. Yeah. I used to do that a lot. That's what I used. I mean, I used to cut my own hair, but I've just figured, what the heck. I'm not trimming my beard. Anything. Yeah. I look nice. like a really chia pit. You know, it's been <laughs> taken pit. care of by Kim Lon or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Let's go see what we have for pod people of Podbean. People of Podbean. We had some activity on Podbean. Really? Awesome. We had Mike Welch, Helly Fun, 
Steve Wattenberg, uh, Gray Eagle Jr., all liked episode 219 review series. Oh, really? It's Gray Eagle Jr. back this week, huh? Yeah. Last week he didn't do shit. Oh, I don't geez. know what's up with that, man. Shit. I guess Sorry. he didn't get the check. I know, I know. Maybe he's having some hard times. Yeah. They all liked uh, episode 219 review series, Oxy 5 Helicopter, and Richard Ricardo, Heli Fun, and Gray Eagle Jr. all liked episode 218, Virus Game On. Nice. Awesome. And we do have a comment from Gray Eagle. So whatever I just said, I apologize. (laughs) I retract. Maybe he was quarantined in his outdoor basement. Yes. That's got to have been it. And he just didn't have access. Yep. I think he's been in the smoke lodge or something. I love that everyone stayed quiet no, after I, that. I, I, I can't think of anything entertaining to add to that. I know. I just like, uh, <laughs> okay. Come in. He's coming up with a new stopper. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so two days ago, Greg Jr. did uh, leave us a comment, a poppy comment. So let's cue the music and let me read this. Encourage of brave all. In rem- remembrance of all America, sanity important of current time, multiplication, 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 I can't say that word, of tables, telling time, like small children of brain expansion beyond the tablet, my tinfoil hat makes me safe from no sense making Plato in the sandcastle. Keep six numbers, but not trice because not evil, no speaking. The Holy Trinity, that of Kyle Stacy, trice of the child's place sim until sun goes down and back up again. You will, you too will escape. Make outside great again by keeping the outside spirit in your conquer, in your conquer your heart by being original. The end. The end. I like how he put the end on it because normally we'd have to. I had to say the end so people knew I was done, and I like that he put the end. The yeah. end. Mm. Awesome. Is that how you say it? T H R I C E. Trice. Am I saying that right? I don't even know what that word means. Thrice three times. Call Stacy three times. Thrice. Thrice. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. I didn't. I didn't really understand it, but okay. Cool. Thanks, Gray Eagle, for leaving us another comment. Yep. I. Only understand one percent of. Wait, wait. Does that mean I'm part of the one percentile? Because I've already gotten one percent of his <laughs> email here or whatever comment. Yeah. Awesome, Ray. If anybody wants to talk to you about music or maybe piano or how you sim or maybe want to sim with you, um, how would they go about doing that? Well, you can find me on the Facebook Messenger. Um, and more than likely, um, if you're in the Hangout, you can find me. If you're not in the Hangout, basically Facebook at this point, um, and just yeah. go from there. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Again, thanks, Ray, for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Ray. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me on. Good yeah. So what do we have for iTunes review, huh? It's Ooh. from Steve Wattenberg. I know that because... I just know that SW Watt 64 uh, was left a couple days ago and it is titled left a review on AMA podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, and it uh, says <laughs> complaining about him missing you guys as well as the heli heads and telerotor five stars. 
True. You're supposed to leave that on his <laughs> podcast with zero stars. <laughs> I bet he did. I'll bet I think it's what he. I think it's what he meant that he left a mess. I might have oh. to go look up AMA podcast now and see if. Oh it's man, I'm, actually I'm, there. I, I hope a bunch of people did. He does. S S A Watt sixty four. Do you see it, Andy? He says you only missed one thing when you did your podcast write up. You missed the Freefall RC podcast. We have been around since 2015 and have over 250 episodes. It's a little high, Close. but so we'll take it. <laughs> never mind the Heliheads and Telerotor who put out episodes at least once a month, if not more. But he did give him a five star review, so you know, we could have dropped at least a couple stars. I would have done, yeah. I mean, no. So me personally, I would have done whatever the least amount of stars I can give, but. Negative stars. I, I would be understanding if someone gave him one or two or three stars even and said, you know, like, you guys do a great show, but you totally screwed up on this. You know? So the hence uh, at the least it's something. Well, dude, no, I, that's great. This is the this is the final statement, dude, that will bring a tear to your eye. Steve Wattenberg doesn't even fly helicopters. Yeah. He's at he's he flies planes, he's just into the hobby, man. Yeah. And he's yeah. going to bat for how many podcasts now? Awesome. How many heli specific podcasts? Pod- right, exactly. So no, thanks, Steve. Sure. Thanks, we really appreciate time. it, man. I owe you a, a beer or something. Hang with me next time we hang out for sure. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Appreciate it for for real, man. Um, cool. Okay, so drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rc podcast. That show. Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Chris. Mm-hmm. Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast. Free4rc podcast is next to no one. But say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hill to Fly. Hey, Dave. Hey, David Hill. And Dave's posting videos of him flying his tiny whoop around. He's, he's nice. getting in some stuff some flights good good yeah good to see you know when when this episode comes out and if you're actually listening to this part post some pictures of you flying post some pictures of the hobby for you just like you know we want to just make sure people are still out there flying enjoying the hobby even through these tough times yeah yeah okay uh let's see fellow podcasters we got the heli heads podcast heli heads that's mike <laughs> Kevin and uh, Scott Graham. It takes me a while. I'm gonna get the head yeah. engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started clicking at the head. Uh, Telerotor podcast. I gotta engage my heli head. The heli head. Yeah. Uh, Telerotor podcast. That's Mike and Rich and Robert and Mike. Nice. Uh, BKRC podcast. That's Bert and Kyle. I knew that. Mm-hmm. We got the RC Roundtable. Who's that, George? BK Podcast. No, the RC <laughs> Roundtable. <laughs> Who is on the RC Roundtable? Gosh, you're slow. Oh. Fitz, Terry, and Lee? Yeah. Okay. Uh, RC After Hours. Sorry, George. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, that's Andre. Yeah. We got High Voltage. With Bobby Watts. Skids up. Skids up with Frank, Billy, Jack, Peter, Dennis, uh, Javier, Scott, and Paul. And we got that right on, nailed that right on the head. 
<laughs> and we have uh, Inverted Down Under. That's what Jeff and Ozzy Mozzy. Okay. Good eye, guys. <laughs> Good day. I'm, I'm going to be a bigger man than this Mr. Matt Ruddick, the AMA podcast. With Matt Ruddick. <clears throat> God, that has left an awful taste in my mouth. Uh, make sure you check out our good friend, Bill Ann YouTube channel. Yeah. Check out Bill Ann. And yeah. Bill Ann, too, for his yeah, cooking channel. He might be coming out, too, right? If you do want a bad taste in your mouth. Um, and, yeah, I think he's doing three and four, actually. That was a great segue. I can segue anything. I'm telling you. All right. Thanks to all our listeners. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks again, thanks again Ray. <laughs> oh, man. I think he hung up. <laughs> Steve yeah, almost said thanks again, Ray. <laughs> hey, thanks again, Ray. <laughs> oh. oh, oh that all goes up here. Free us, guys, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Okay, what else do we have here? Nothing else. So let's move it on to iTunes review. Uh, I saw nothing new on iTunes. Nothing new on iTunes. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, and before we go, we uh-huh. do have an iTunes review. Wait, wait, wait. You just said we didn't. You lied to me, didn't you? <laughs> Busted. I did lie. Because you I didn't even check it. I, uh, never, I had to update it. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. You know, I was, you know, it's pretty funny. It was it was natural for me to come on here, um, except I've not I've not met Kevin in person just yet. So it's the only person I haven't met. <laughs> no, sorry, man. I I haven't <laughs> met Kevin or Steve. You had not missed anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm usually drunk and falling off the back of golf carts, <laughs> so you're not missing anything on sorry, purpose. Kev, that was a low shot, but I, it was just too funny to skip. No, <laughs> there's no low shots. You know a golf cart won't stop on wet, slick concrete. Yeah, it becomes it becomes skids up. Yeah, I mean it's just like <laughs> Andy auto rotating and sliding in. Yeah. yeah, they do really good donuts on wet grass too. I I went through a wall in the garage into a mud room one time, destroyed the washer <laughs> dryer and everything. Yeah, the thing about Kevin falling off. As we talk about our driving all crazy and shit, I was literally driving like one mile an hour, making a very slow turn <laughs> because Ethan was holding his big ass boss of plane. I didn't want him to drop it. So I'm going real slow and turning and Kevin just falls off. <laughs> <laughs> literally what I mean, we were moving at like walking pace. Maybe I was practicing my tuck and roll. Uh, Back when best. I drank, I used to sling Spanky off the Kawasaki mule from time to time, too. That was. Oh, shit. Yeah, we'd go for a ride and I'd go back home. Tammy said, Where's Spanky? He'd be like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he'd be coming across the field. <laughs> <laughs>
but if you're looking it up, Steve, it's a virile spell like Cereville or something. It's the third right after that cow, Steve. Go to that big oak tree where the general store used to be. Nice, turn. yeah. Ask for my brother. You'll see the You cow. know where Larry It'll used to live? Yeah. It's four exits before you get to the barn. Make a left. Yeah. Best <laughs> my, is when you give directions about, you know where that store used to be? <laughs> my favorite mm-hmm. quote is, Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking you know, store. You know how to get there. Yeah, well, uh, which direction are you coming from? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm standing right in front of you. <laughs> Where are you coming from? <laughs> oh, shit. I saw that on a show one time and I laughed my ass off. Like, went over everybody's head and I was like, oh my God, that's hysterical. Who? <laughs> Yeah, I've been trying to read it for 10 minutes and I can't get to like the first paragraph. It's from Matt Ruddick, Steve. <laughs> oh, I blocked Matt Ruddick's email. He can't hit, he can't email us if he wanted to. You can do that? Yeah, it's called set up a filter. You set up a filter for anything that says Matt or Ruddick and you'd say automatically delete. Cool. No, I'm kidding. I didn't do How that. How come you can do that, but you can't update the web page? That's like, why would he do that? That would require effort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't play a piano, but I can really do a, a badass Stevie Wonder. Uh-oh. I don't know what a badass Stevie Wonder is. Is that just like waving your head he back get, and forth? He gets behind the wheel, closes his Smile. eyes. Smile. Sings. <laughs> Bounces off of shit. Oh. <laughs> That's badass. Threw a wall into a mudroom. <laughs> Sliding across the concrete into the mudroom. Yeah, that was bad. We're spanky. I don't know. I just slid <laughs> all the way in here. Shot right out the side. No it happened idea. twice. Now, I, I, the, the first time it happened, I noticed it. The second time, I was a little worse shape. Poor spanky. All right, I guess uh, we're ready to start. <clears throat> yeah, I'm yep. ready. Good to go. Yeah, everyone got their. You got your record on, Kev. I got it recording. God, you got to get a new mic. <laughs> I'm recording every little thing that happens. That's bad. I got to get a new mic. No, no, the thing. I don't. I heard some scratchiness. I don't know if it was from oh, that, you. That was me. I was picking up from the drink, and I hit my mic. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I thought because Kevin's mic. Damn it, Ray! Be still. (laughs) Yeah. Did I tell you you cannot move during the podcast? That includes your mouth. If you're gonna sit in Andy's lap, you gotta be careful. (laughs) I don't move too much. I get all excited there. Is he sitting in your house, Andy? Are you guys together? Yep, I'm looking at him right now. Nice. Oh, you're supposed to say yes. (laughs) <laughs> Anybody that comes on my property to get met with a shotgun. No, I'm, I'm in lockdown, buddy. <clears throat> Lock it down. All righty. 